Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. Let's begin. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, there it is. Thursday, the 27th day of April, 2023. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. Happy Thursday. Yeah, there's Nelson. Thank God for air conditioning. It's not that hot. It is warm out there. Oh, out there. Out there. Just thought you meant life in general. No, I just mean today. This is the hottest day. Thank God. Think April 27th, that's the day air conditioning was invented. Thank God for HVAC people. <laughs> Such a weird thing to open the show with. All right, your phone number, 916-909-0985. Feel free to use that over the next four hours. Make sure you get that Odyssey app at some point in time. Download that to your phone. You can listen live stream, get the podcast there, also thebaileyshow.com and on social media. At Listen to the BS on Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook. Please give us a follow. We'll follow you back. And on the YouTube at The Bailey Show. We've got code words coming up here momentarily for the VIP experience at Aftershock, which includes hotel stay. So make sure you're paying attention for that. And then also here at about uh, 45 minutes or so, flogging Molly tickets up for grabs. We'll play nothing personal. I got to tell you, this potluck thing was such a great idea. We were talking about it yesterday because I forgot all about it. And... <laughs> The, but the bad thing is, is that it makes you sleepy. Yeah, we eat all that heavy food. Yeah, and, and see, here's the thing is that I'm pretty good about what I put in my, my body, right, my belly. And I eat really healthy. But then there comes a time, and I justify because my wife always says, your body needs it, right? Like if you're sitting there picking out on something you shouldn't be eating, you're like, your body, your body needs it. Your body needs it. <laughs> so everybody that we work with who are tremendous people – uh, brought all these amazing dishes, right? And mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a bring your a cultural dish. Right, something about your culture, your heritage, your background. Your heritage, yeah. Heritage. Mm-hmm. It's, that's what it's called, right? Heritage potluck. Yep. Yeah. yep. And then, you know, you see that there's uh, these these sausage thing wraps that were English sausage wraps. Delicious. Mexican pulled pork tacos, absolutely delicious. Polish sausage. Polish sausage, yes, Greek something or another, Vietnamese something or another. It was like, you know, walking around Epcot Center. It was just, it was every different country w- was there. Uh, so I brought, because I thought that I was going to get quizzed. And like I said <laughs> yesterday, like you guys, you had me freaked out about this thing. We did not. You freaked your own self out about it like you always do. It was very simple. Just bring a dish. I'm trying not to make the same mistakes that I've made in the past. And I'm, I'm tr- and, and, and so I'm trying to maybe trying a little bit too hard sometimes. Yeah, you are. And so I'm like, well, there's a lot riding on this heritage pot. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you will be judged. You will not. That's the whole point. <laughs> so I was under the impression by the way that you teed it up yesterday, Nikki D, was that when I walk in with whatever my dish is, if it doesn't pass some sort of interview test... By whomever, then they're just going to send me on my way. And you notice that no one cared about what you brought in and no one quitched you, correct? Not a damn person. Uh Uh-huh. Not at all. It was a sigh of relief. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I was trying to time it out. Here's what I did. 
just to back my player. Mm-hmm. I came in a couple minutes after it started because I was hoping everybody would be eating, and then I would kind of just <laughs> slide in. Slide in. Thought you were slick, so I can I can avoid the heritage potluck police. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a story and everything ready to go. And no He's one extra story. story. <laughs> no, I, I, I all all day I was like, all right, so I was super crazy last night after the show, and the super crazy this morning. And, you know, in the new house, and I don't have time to make anything, even though I would have loved to. So I go across the street uh, to Nuggies, right? Nugget. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking everywhere. I'm thinking, what do I bring that doesn't look like I bought it? You know? <laughs> so I was so go- you're trying to trick people. Right. So I was going to buy, like, you know, those fancy colored tins. Right. And, and redress it up. Yeah. And, re- and, like, pour it out. But I was like, it's, in, it's hot out here in the parking lot. It's just so much work. <laughs> So I was like, they have to have like a fruit plate. So I looked around for a fruit plate, and um, they only had little like little things of fruit. I was like, like that's not go. work. Yeah. So I go in the back, like the grab and go stuff. And the way that they do it at, at Nugget is they have these, uh, I'm sure, recycled cardboard type of thing that you put in. I was like, nobody's going to believe that I had those. <laughs> <laughs> Such a process. So, so I was like, I was talking to my wife. I'm like, what, what should I get? What should I get? What, what, what would be the best thing? I was like, dessert. You can't go wrong with dessert. Everybody loves dessert. But what does that say about my heritage? Anyway, so I go over to the dessert counter, and I'm looking for, like, the bulk uh, cupcake tray. You know, the ones that have, like, 40 cupcakes in there. Oh, yeah. yeah, So I meet this really, really nice baker lady behind the counter. And uh, she goes, may I help you? And I said, yeah, I'm in a situation here. You know, And I wanted to keep it short but (laughs) give a lot of details. Like, just moved here. Don't have a lot to cook with. I'm going to a really important heritage potluck. I'm going to need a backstory, uh, and I'm going to need to feed a few people. She says, how many? It's like 30 at least. She's like, ooh. And I was like, and I don't want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> you got a lot of stipulations. Because they had like cupcakes there. They're like $5 a piece. Oh, yeah. The cupcakes get a little ridiculous. So I was like, oh, I'm going to have to spend $150 for cupcakes. It's <laughs> like, that's silly. And she goes, well, we have these cakes. You know, they have a bunch of cakes, really mm-hmm. beautiful cakes, and uh, they're on the low end of the the, the price. They guy, didn't cost right? too much, yeah. Yeah, uh, tr- tr- trace, trace luce, trace. That was yours. Tres leches. Tres leches. Yes, that's right. how you say it. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. So I'm like, all right, give me two of those. One from you know each side here. One had fruit on it. And one had like chocolate or you cinnamon. You know what culture that's from, right? Well, here's the uh, no, but here's what I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. God. That I'm from Bakersfield, and I have a, a, li- a long list of bakers in my family. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? And so that's where the cakes come from. You bake them. Right, because mm-hmm. my heritage is in the baking world. And I didn't realize that, I don't know if it's like a Sacramento versus Bakersfield or it's a California thing, but like I told that story, like five people were like, you definitely don't want to say you're from Bakersfield. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, okay, I, I was like, I can't win today. I just can't win. Now you want to know where the cake's from? France. Uh, no, it's uh Mexican. Is it really it's Hispanic? Okay, well That's I wish I'd... la leches. I mean, we're Mexican first, bakers. The first word of that should have probably tipped you off to at least a Spanish-speaking country. <laughs> was that three? Tres leches. Tres leches. What does it stand for? Um, it's a type of three layers. 
Well, it's the type of cake they make, but they put milk in it. That's the leche. That's what the leche is. That's milk, milk in Mexican. Right. Yeah. That's why if once you get into the pan, you notice this little extra moist at the bottom of it, and it's then it's wet. got a cream top it's on like top. It's like wet yeah. cake. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm talking to Google right now. You guys are so smart. I'm just fat. <laughs> I don't know about her. I'm just fat. <laughs> well, to your credit, at least you know what you're eating. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of information. <laughs> Good for you guys. <laughs> really proud of my team at the start of this show. We're going to have yeah. a good one, guys. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I didn't go last night. I wanted to get home and and, and watch the rest of uh, the game. Unfortunately, it didn't turn out too well for us. Uh, it's Golden State 123 to 116. Um, you know, but I was like, when it was done, I'm just sitting there laying on the couch. The dogs are on top of me. They're in their choo-choos and... Like you guys want to go to Safeway? And they're like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. We'll stay here. I was like, all right. Well, we'll have to do it tomorrow. All right, we got the uh, code words coming up for that VIP experience to aftershock. I mean, it's going to happen here like in the next sixty seconds. So make sure yep. you're paying attention. And then when we return for now, this can go both ways, guys and girls. So if you have an issue talking to the opposite sex, obviously you're single. And it hinders your ability to attract the opposite sex, then some dorkos at uh, Stanford might have the answer for you. Mm. And by the way, if that if you're like a if you're single and you, you do have a problem talking to the opposite sex, feel and free to call. Do. Yeah, feel free to call. We, we can we can talk. We I, I can figure it out. I can tell you what's wrong with you in sixty seconds. You definitely can. You'll be able to help without a doubt. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Give us a minute. It's the BS on ninety eight rock. A little bit later on, we will uh, give a fitting tribute to the one and only Jerry Springer, who we lost today at the age of 79. So sad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. don't think that I would have the opportunity to be behind this microphone right now if it weren't for Jerry Springer. So, got a lot of good stories about him and... uh, and back in the day, day, and the relationship that I had with him and his publicists uh, for many, many years. But, you know, must see TV, you know. Yes, it, every single day. If you're part of the generation, Gen X, you know, I guess, maybe a touch of millennial. But uh, before it was scripted, you know, you, you, I mean, we'll talk about this again. But you, we, we would gather in college. It was like, right, we purposely picked classes that did not <laughs> coincide with the Springer show. Wow, that's crazy. I didn't get that opportunity because I didn't go to college, but I definitely watched it as much as I could. But it was my CT. Like you, it was. Everybody knew it. Every day. One o'clock to whatever it came on. I think it was three o'clock where I lived. You, you, but everybody knew. They, yep. were, they were there. Same yep. room, same TV. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. And you, yeah, and you participate. <laughs> yes. you, you name me a television show that exists today that's must-see TV where everybody congregates to that room and participates. Yes, in the chance. Like, like we were part of the uh, show or the scripts. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, like, right. they could hear us chanting. Anyway, so uh, we'll uh, give him a fitting tribute a little bit later on. So, guys, girls, do you have a problem talking to the opposite sex or the same sex, depending on what you're into? I'm not judging. It's all good. Uh, the kids at Stanford, they're working on some AI-powered glasses. All right. Everything's AI. I mean, mm. like in the next 10 years, you can just automatically put AI in front of everything. Right. Yeah. We're going to go grab some lettuce tonight. I'm going to get AI lettuce. AI mm-hmm. lettuce. <laughs> let's, go through, let's go through the drive through get some AI burgers. <laughs> Everything's going to be AI. And they act like a personal teleprompter 
so you can talk to whoever it is that you're talking to. Something cool about the, the there is, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of this, but there is something cool that it remembers people's faces, so it'll tell you their name. Now, that's cool, but the, the rest of it is not cool because we already have to run into people and meet their representatives. Now, we really have to meet their representatives. Actually, what does that mean? That means a person is not who they really are. They put on a front and pretend oh. to be somebody else when you first meet them. Eventually, that fades away. You know what? Actually, I take that back about the name thing because that's part of the challenge. And I was horrible with names, but it made me a better talker. You would have to find ways to get the name. To get them to tell you what their name is? Absolutely. Right. And but then, I don't like that the older I get. I want just tell me the name. Show me the face. Tell me the name so I can get it. I don't want to have to get it. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know if this is for... The older dater. Well, yeah. I would buy those glasses just for that reason. Yeah, but I mean, isn't the older you date, it's just about sex? I mean, yes. it's like there's there's none of that wooing and that game playing. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I would buy these glasses just so it could tell me who people are. That's it. Nothing else. Oh, for your oh. everyday life, right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. So, well, you don't want them right now. Because <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> the the prototype is is pretty ugly. It, it, it's like a monocle on glasses. It's, it's oh. the glasses themselves are ugly. No, it's okay. Just say picture a pair of glasses. Okay. And then on one side there's a really thick, like Milton Berle monocle. Monocle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, George oh, Burns. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> no, thank. But you. I think that's just the prototype. Well, you would hope. You would hope they're going to streamline at some point. They're going to make it stylish. They have to. And if you, you know, I'm I'm thinking this is for the 20-something-year-olds, right? Uh, Maybe even, yeah, 20-something-year-olds. Let me tell you something. Y- you guys did this to yourselves. Like, if you're a bad, if you can't talk to somebody and you're 20-something-years-old, this is your fault. I don't think it's for the 20-something-years-old, though. I think this is for people across the board. I meet men in their 40s who can't talk. Really? Yes. So it's it's not just for young people. See, I always kind of associated not being able to talk to somebody with nothing to say. You know, like what you, you just and that's that, that's the whole gimmick behind these glasses. By the way, it tells you what to say. Oh, or, a little Cyrano action. Yeah. So well, let me finish the 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 gimmick here. Uh, it's got the Chat GPT. Oh, you don't want to trust Chat GPT yet. Do so you? so you listen to what they have to say, and then the Chat GPT comes up with things to say back. Well, how do you hear it? Like, is it a piece of it that's going in your ear some kind of way? Like, I need to see these glasses. No, you there's don't like, want to see the glasses. There's like a microphone probably attached to the monocle at some point. Yeah, I just want to know. Like, how are you seeing what to say? Or is it coming across the screen in your glasses and you're just reading it? Yeah, but it's like a heads-up display in a video game. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, you, you created this. And the reason why you created this is because there was a whole generation of kids that just didn't want to go outside. No, they don't. And you, and you could, like, my son is part of that, what I'm talking about. My daughter as well. He's 22 years old, and if you want to test and see how well their talking ability is, their communication skills are, call them. Oh, <laughs> but don't nobody do that. likes there, to talk on the phone. There's no an entire freaking generation of kids that don't know how to answer a phone. How, are you, how does he answer the phone? Yeah. I mean, it's just noises. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then at the end of the phone call, they don't say bye. No, they just hang up. I Which don't say is, bye either. Ugh, what? That's so infuriating. I agree. Oh, I get on my daughter about it all the time because she now has a phone. She's old enough, and I'm out. Of, I'm not near her, so I need to be able to communicate with her. And I'm like, bye. I love you. No, I don't say bye because it's like finality when you say bye to people. So you're supposed to say see you later or something. I just hang up. But you give closure. No, she just said she hangs up. I just hang up. Oh, that's so- You've talked to me on the phone. I very oh, rarely say yeah, bye. Yeah, you're bad. 
I'm not bad. bad. I just don't talk how you Can I give your phone number out to the listeners? No, do not give my phone number out. Just to prove my point. No. You you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. You're kind of who I'm talking about. Like a little kid. You're kind of who I'm talking about. When she was working that hotel gig and I'd call her, I didn't even know. Like, I thought she accidentally picked up the phone every time. I said hello, so I don't even know why you say that. I do say hello. I just don't say goodbye. Barely. It was like it was, she picked it up in mid-conversation. I thought she was like, she's busy, so I'm, you know, I got to work with her. And She's rude. Really rude. I picked it up in mid-conversation because we all know that you are the type of person that when you call people, if they don't answer, then you send a nasty gram like, oh, I called you. Oh, did you see that I called? Oh, you too busy to call me back. So what I start doing I is, like right, when you call like, me, if I'm busy or not, I just pick the phone up if I can't say hello. So you know, oh, she sounds busy. So I'm going to hold on a second, then I'll chat. There's busy. some truth to what you just said. No, this is all true to what I said. <laughs> and the reason being is mm-hmm. because if I call somebody, it's obviously very important. Of course oh, oh, here it we is. Go. <laughs> and... Don't tell me you you didn't have your phone or you didn't hear your phone. <laughs> An excuse to not pick up a cell phone call or not at least return it within the next ten minutes. Ten minutes is a lie. The the fact is that, a lie. The fact that you think somebody has to pick up your call or has to call you back in ten minutes is absurd. But just because I know how you are, that's why I just pick up the phone. And it's even worse for text, right? So if you get a text <laughs> from somebody and you don't reply back for days. I don't, don't want to talk to you. I don't know how you do it. I, I just I don't know how you find the text message. Like I have to reply immediately. Oh, or it's just completely gone. It might as well have not come to you at that point. I almost never reply immediately. My grandmother told me when I was little, never reply right away to anybody. I was trying to think of, you know, I was a I didn't have a problem talking to the ladies. Um, but I, you know, I was kind of born with that little gift of gab, whether it was good or bad. Either I I, I was never but when I was younger, younger I had no problem talking to the girls, but when it got to like lovey talk, I had I had a had an issue. I could see that your emotions wasn't quite there to be a lover type talker. I'm talking middle school. Like I was saving myself. Middle school. <laughs> those, yeah. those days don't even count. Like I'm talking about my my young twenties. I've always been able to oh, talk. Oh, that was Big Daddy Bang Bang days. Yeah, I've no, always no been able to talk. My talk game was top tier, actually. You're talking to a guy who started smoking and drinking at twelve though. So like junior high or middle school wasn't the same for you and I as it was for him. Well, True it, was be- it was because I hung around a lot of bad kids, mm-hmm. you know, so I just kind of watched how they did it and learned and then made the same mistakes <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then suffered later. As you life. do. <laughs> yeah. uh, the current version isn't fast enough. There's a long pause before the text pops up. Oh, <laughs> so now it's going to be awkward. Yeah, real awkward. But once it works in real time, uh, there's a lot of people they say that will probably use it. But it's like, can you imagine if there was the hiccup? And you're out, you're like, all right, I'm trying these. Tonight's the night. Because, you know, again, for those that remember when they were dating or they would go out or even those now that are dating, they go out. I, th- I don't know if this is a girl thing or just a guy thing, but you knew you were going to have a good night. It was like just the start of the evening. There was a feeling before you got in the car. It was the way you looked, the way you smelled, the way your hair was. There was a confidence. There was something in the air. You knew you were coming home with somebody. You absolutely did. And so this is my next thought. What is how is the AI going to handle the sex questions, the sex talk when you're getting into it? 
I've got to use, uh, excuse me, but I have to put my glasses on. Because <laughs> <laughs> that always comes around. So, oh, how many sexual partners have you had? Or what do you, what do you feel Oh, sexually? those types of questions. Yeah. I thought you meant pillow talk. No, those type of questions. Like, what is AI <laughs> going to tell you when somebody asks you that? I don't, well, you could pull up chat GPT right now. <laughs> Yeah, on your computer, and you can ask those questions. Oh my goodness! I wonder what it's gonna say. <laughs> okay, let's let's be optimistic about this. Okay. What if it allows people to actually be honest? Ooh. Because most people, first the first time you meet somebody, there's usually a little lie in there. True. That's what I'm saying. Everybody starts off with their representative. They're not being their true selves and telling you who they are. I feel like with this AI, it's going to make people more fake. But you're saying you think it's going to make them more real? Well, because it doesn't know how to lie. ChatGPT, the AI and the ChatGPT, Nelson, tell me if I'm wrong here, are two different things, right? Well, ChatGPT is an AI. It's it, a form so of AI it. is the overall umbrella okay. of artificial intelligence. But it doesn't lie. No, in fact, right now it's got like a lot of filters and stuff set up. So like, I'm wondering. That's why I was trying to get logged into the test account that I had to ask that question she just asked because it like will go. I'm not programmed to. I don't. know I'm reading a yeah, robot voice. It won't but it'll be like, in. I can't answer that. I can't. I don't have the ability to. There's filters on that prevent me from answering certain questions like that. Yeah. So that might be it. Wow. So maybe you might have to tell the truth because it won't give you a lie. You're right. I just relationships are built on that. lies. They are yeah. until the truth comes out because it always does but eventually. Then, but then that makes it even stronger. You know the old saying, you can't have families without lies. I don't believe that because for me, once I know that you've told me a lie, even if I stick around, I'll never 100% trust anything about you. Who, me? Anybody that oh, I'm dating. God, I was like, damn, that's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> Did Jesus. you tell me a lie? We still got another four hour, <laughs> three hours to stay in this room together. <laughs> God. This girl came to work with a <laughs> target on my forehead. Like, oh, I got no. something to say. I don't even care if it's in context. I'm saying it. <laughs> no. I'm Jesus. talking about in dating. Okay. Glad you specified that. It scared me. Oh, my gosh. Thought I was, thought I was going to get Tina again. <laughs> you overreact so much. Proud marriages. Keeps, keeps on, on rolling. Keeps on rolling. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First round of headlines. Uh, what do you got? I'm going to tell you where a historic scandal took place and why a Rockland man was arrested, exposed. All right, two big stories from today. Pay attention, get learned. First round of headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Headlines. First round of it. Uh, Nikki D, go ahead. A tobacco company is responsible for the largest penalty in history. H1. It's the largest violation of U.S. sanctions on North Korea. Products made by global company British American Tobacco found their way into the hermit kingdom. British American Tobacco has agreed to pay $629 million in fines. Now, those brands include Dunhill, Kent, Lucky Strike and Paul Mall. And what happened is they were selling products to North Korea, which is against the U.S. sanctions for trade, and they got busted. Well, nobody's buying them here unless you're 80 <laughs> years old. <laughs> I've seen some Paul Mall packets floating around out there. There is nobody under the age of 80 that's smoking <laughs> Paul Malls. No way. That, that was the cigarette. So <laughs> that was the cigarette that I used to steal out of the old people's lockers 
uh, at this uh, community that I moved into when I was a kid in Naples, like 11 or 12. Uh-huh. And I would just go in, and I was like, you know, because I couldn't buy cigarettes, so I had to go in and steal them. And I'd go into all these lockers, and they were like every single one of them had Pall Malls. <laughs> they were all. <laughs> I did only see older people uh, smoking Pall Malls. Hell yeah! That's... I used to have to get them for my aunt. Well, uh, smoking's kind of turned into a thing again. It's weird. I've noticed more people smoke in this state than other states that I've lived in. Actual cigarettes and not the vapes. Yeah, actual cigarettes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, actual cigarettes. I see more people smoking and like owning it. And not trying to hide and smoking. I haven't seen that many people smoking. Just Nelson. No, yeah, I mean, I'm seeing people smoking cars, which is, it's weird to see nowadays. Because mm. you're yeah. like, pay attention. well, that just ruined the value of this car. <laughs> right, you know? there's no resale now. <laughs> and you're like, well, where are you putting it, where are you putting it out at? You don't have an ashtray. Cars don't come with ashtrays they anymore. They do not. You have they a... flick them out the window, probably. Oh, don't do that. Especially dry season. Bad, mm-hmm. bad, bad. No, you got the little, uh, it goes in the cup holder. The cup holder? Uh, the, not, no, there's a like an ashtray. Most smokers who smoke in the car have the cup holder ashtray. Oh, the what? <laughs> Let me explain it to you. So he's talking about, and I don't know what he's talking about, okay. but I'm assuming he's talking, like, WeatherTech has the cell phone holder that you put in the cup holder. <laughs> right. I'm guessing he's got a company that has an ashtray that you yeah. put in the cup holder. I don't really? know what the company is, but yeah, it's, it's, it's specifically made for the car, yes. Okay. So you have your own built-in ashtray that you bought off Amazon. Or if you're in Nelson's car, it's the floor. Oh, well, the yeah. floor. <laughs> yeah. Or empty can he got in there. Makes it makes yeah. it have character. Yeah. I like the empty can because it, <laughs> it keeps it classy. <laughs> and you just scream class, my friend. Uh-huh. He does. All right, second headline. A streaker was on the loose in Rockland, H2. His arrest report says he was, quote, highly intoxicated. Clearly. He now faces charges for disorderly intoxication. Wow, she's judgy. Why? why? Everybody that's running around crazy naked has to be intoxicated i mean i don't know any in my right mind too many sober people that's going to decide to strip down naked and streak around but a man from roseville was arrested early yesterday morning after allegedly streaking through rockland um they had got several calls from people and reports that this man was basically running around naked uh they went and arrested him he was a 24 year old jason gray and they didn't say why they didn't say that he was intoxicated but clearly something wasn't right about him maybe just being free no, you be free at home, not in the streets. Maybe he doesn't have a, r- a bunch of room to the zoomies around at the house. Mm-hmm. So take your clothes off and go run around outside. That's Frank the tank, man. Exactly <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Apparently there's some more people or other incidents that the police think is going on outside of this man because they're asking people to still call with information. There's like a, a, so a, the, a ring of right. streakers. So there's multiple streakers huh. apparently that's excited around here. Stop yes. it. True story. They want you to call Detective Greg Hilton at the Rockland Police Department. Maybe there's a streaking gang. But why? Oh <laughs> why? Just take my money. You can have it. Just keep that thing away from me. <laughs> well, maybe they're like trying to prove a point and like go out there and get arrested, get in the news, and then finally it comes out. It's like, we streaked for this cause. So what would you do if you were sitting at a red light and a, a streaker just ran by your car? I'd wait for it to turn green and go. Get my so phone you out. do you wouldn't call the police, you wouldn't try to regulate them or nothing. <laughs> Definitely not going to regulate them. <laughs> what are you going to do? Tackle them? Tackle them. Call the no. police. Be a hero. That's what you've always wanted to do. Not a naked man. <laughs> That's why I've always said if you break into somebody's house, you should do it naked because I guarantee the homeowner is not going to tackle you. Yeah, you're good to get anything you want in that house. Take He's going to probably still shoot you. He might shoot you, but <laughs> if if the guy doesn't have a gun, he sure the hell ain't fighting you. <laughs> That's another thing. If you get in a fight in a bar, take off all your clothes. 
The guy's going to be like, you got it, dude. He's not. I mean, he will try to box you. He ain't going to wrestle you. <laughs> Just go Winnie the Pooh on him. Just drop the pants. That guy in New Orleans that Nate Diaz choked out. If he would have taken off all his clothes, I guarantee Nate Diaz would not have choked him out. Even the guy deserved to be choked out, but, you know, he wouldn't have choked him out. Somebody's listening to this like, you know what? That's what I'm going to do the next time they try to pick a fight with me. Yeah. All right. Flogging Molly uh, with the Bronx and guests at the Hard Rock Live. That is September 1st. If you are 21 or up or know somebody that's 21 or up that can Mm -hmm. take you to the show, I've got a pair of tickets to give away. The game is called Nothing Personal. I'm going to read real stories from our super secret website of misconnections. You, with the help from Nikki D. The best. Will, yeah, you're good at this. Will tell me man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Mm-hmm. All right. You and you're get it right. Make nasty noises. I will. You get it right. You get a point. If not, that point goes to you. Uh, well, no, the other person has to guess. Yeah. Until it's a, a dead category, I guess. All right, 916-909-0985. That's your number, 916-909-0985. Need some players. Nothing personal here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, girl or dude, won't you come and get you some of this? The BS knows all about missed connections. Hey, how you doing? But can you guess the sexes? It's time to play Nothing Personal. Yeah, and if you're any good, you get the Flogging Molly tickets for the Hard Rock Live September 1. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, Nikki D. There is Nelson. Again, a reminder about the Odyssey app. Make sure you got that on your phone so you can get our podcast, especially over the weekend if you'd like to listen. Download, download, download away. Also, thebaileyshow.com. And on social media, if you give us a follow, we'll follow you back. And if we don't, Reach out to Nikki D and yell at her for it. <laughs> Go ahead and try. At Listen to the BS, Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. All right, let's get some players here. We got Nicole and Placerville. How are you? Placerville. How are you? Placerville, not Placerville. Placerville. Pla- I knew that. I knew it. I'm getting there. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> good, 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 good. All right, let me get you a competition here. You got Jay and Sack. How are you? How's it going, bud? Good, good, good. Do you both know how to play? I think so. I can figure it out. Okay. Well, I'll explain it <laughs> yeah. to you again. It's a very simple game. No, no, no. That's fine. It's totally cool. So here's the deal. Uh, Nelson goes to this super secret special website. It's got all these misconnections, right? These people looking for love. And they're odd people. I promise you that. So after I read the story, which is like, Sexless, right? You're not going to know the sex of anything going on. You, with the help from Nikki D, who's actually mm-hmm. pretty damn good at this game, you have to tell me is it man for woman, man for man, woman for woman, or woman for man, right? You understand? Got it. All right, got it. All right, see, everybody's good to go. They got it. Have you ever done a personal ad, Nicole, like on one of these websites for a man? <laughs> no, but if I had, I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> well, there's nothing to be ashamed of. All right. Nothing. Are you married? I am, yes. How'd you meet your husband? Uh, oh, God. Uh, we met on one of those dating sites. See, there you go. That's not bad. Actually, you're my first story, Nicole. <laughs> All right, so if you if you get it wrong, you'll have about 60 seconds. Nicole, you're going first. Then, Jay, it's your turn, brother. And then back and forth until we're done. All right, here's the first one. Nicole. Nicole and Nikki D. Here we mm-hmm. go. All right. Two, Jay Corona. 
in Sacramento. Some years back, I brought my video camera over and we got all pornographic with each other. The marks you left on my back have long since healed and I'm in need of another taste of you. Let's make this a throwback Thursday to remember and let me toss you back in my bed or the back of my truck. I've got my equipment all set up. How about a sequel? Oh. All right. Man for man, man for woman, woman for woman, or woman for man? All right, Nicole. This one seems a little cut and dry, and that always makes me nervous. Um, he's saying that he brought a video camera over. Marks were left on his back. He's going to toss her into a truck or his bed. Yeah. These are things that sound very manly to me. <clears throat> and a woman mm -hmm. is scratching up his back. So I'm thinking it's a man for a woman based on these clues here. That's exactly where I was at. I was just worried it was too obvious. That's but what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm scared too. about. Too. I would be worried about that, too. Yeah. Sorry. But that's all I got right now is man for woman. So that's, that's that, what I think. Okay. Yeah. That's what we're going to stick with. So are you trying to tell me that a guy cannot scratch a woman's back? Has your husband ever scratched your back, Nicole? <laughs> not that I can remember. A man should not have no sharp fingernails. Okay. It's I'm just saying it's not in nothing sexual. Nicole's talking about whips. <laughs> a little freaky freak on line three. Right. So what's the answer, man for woman? Man for woman. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Let's, the last three games she, we played, she has not, she has let's go when she has not earned a let's go. That was a total let's go moment. And it just, okay. Well, because I was quick with the answer. Oh. She wasn't prepared yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> Took her off guard. Jay, you got to stay in the game. Here it is. Your turn. Roseville Target tonight. You look so familiar. We locked eyes as I was leaving the store around 5.45 p.m. tonight, and you made me feel that tingle <laughs> I haven't felt in years. Hard eyes emoji. You were wearing a white top and the tightest black shorts I have ever seen. Let me say, damn! You look so beautiful. I should have said hi because you look so familiar to me, but I didn't want you to think it was some BS pickup line. I know, with an ass like that, you've already heard them all. You'll probably never see this, but if you do, let's chat. Licky, licky. That's the worst. <laughs> That's the worst. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. 60 seconds, you two. All right, Jay. Um, they're okay. in Target. 5.45 in the evening, like after work action. They're locking eyes. Uh, she used the word tingle, which is totally a woman word. We only tingle in one spot. Uh, tight black shorts. Describe the person as being beautiful. I'm thinking these are all women for women type of words and, and things going on here. Yep. What do you think? That's what I think, woman for woman. Yeah, so I put it's either a woman for a woman or a man for a man. But I, I'm feeling like, like it's women because of the beautiful Open and the tingle. Woman. You think woman for yeah. woman too? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So you're saying you just said that guys don't use the word tingle, but they you don't. gave the option of man for woman, so gay guys use the word tingle. Right. <laughs> right. That's okay. the only other option. These are the only two things that's going through my mind right now. I am not gay. 
Okay. And if I was, there'd be nothing wrong with that. Right. And I enjoy the word tingle. And what do you, why would you say tingle? Uh, what, what scenario? Well, I would say those Pringles make me tingle. <laughs> you would not say that. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you be tingling at? Uh, my mouth. Oh, your mouth tingles. My mouth tingles oh, when I eat the Pringles. See, man for man. Okay, gotcha. When I'm eating them with Chris Kringle and he jingles. <laughs> gotcha. I'm single, ready to mingle. <laughs> His mouth tingles. Got okay, it. Okay, women. Oh, what is it really? What is it? We're going to go woman for woman. Lady for lady. Mm-hmm. Woman for woman is absolutely 110%. You are. Yeah. Get some of that. Uh-huh. You right? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Okay, let's go. I'm on the <laughs> Pulling this thing yeah. on off, guys. All right. Nicely done, Jay. Nicely done. Nicole, you still there? Back to you. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Next one. Nothing personal. <laughs> I thought this said something else. Okay. Missing my ripped neighbor <laughs> in Fair Oaks. I was your tan, fit neighbor, and you were the insatiable hunk of meat next door. Used to let me randomly swing by and we'd talk about the first thing that popped up. And you've always given me something hot to eat. No matter how many times you filled me up, I'd always come back hungry, if you know what I mean. <laughs> let me tell you, I've been starving ever since you left. That's all you get. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman in a tugboat sound. In a tugboat sound. <laughs> all right, Nicole. Um, the, he described himself as being ripped. That's totally man jargon. Then he said the neighbor's a hunk of meat, and he makes him pop up. Okay? Those all mm. sound very manly to me. Man for man. A man's making him popped up. He's ripped. The dude's a hunk. These are totally two men. Man for man is what I'm going for. Right where I'm at. That's what I think. You thought the same thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think you're forcing your opinion on these people. <laughs> I'm just telling them what I think and then seeing what they think. They just seem to think the same thing I think. All right. Well, you both think alike, and so far it's been working out, right? Exactly. And why should it not continue? It should. Man for man? Is. Wrong. No. <laughs> All right. Jay, what do you think? Woman for man. Woman for man. Okay, so woman for man, rip neighbor, hunk of meat. Could be a woman for a man. All right, we'll, we'll go with your woman for man. I'm trying to think of what other option it could be, though, because we just had a man for woman. I'm trying to think of the whole thing. I wasn't listening. I was just saying. Um, yep. I'm going to say woman yeah, for man. All right. Woman, woman for man? Rip neighbor, hunk of yep. meat. Okay. Yep. Remember, if you don't get this, it goes back to Nicole. 50-50 <laughs> shot. Nicole, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Well, you're not getting that opportunity. Yeah, woman for man is great. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's a little baby okay. Yeah. Okay. We got it. it. Took us two tries, but we got it. And, Jay, the board is yours. Up 2-1 for nothing personal. Let me get this right. That's a big old lead against old Nicole there. Here we go. Next one. Pay attention. Sunday afternoon at Home Depot. Sunday afternoon, 423 around 1 p.m. You were short, <laughs> chubby, and older. Just the way I like it. Wink, wink, wink. You had a great t-shirt on with dark shorts. Me, Asian, and about the same age. We made several eye contacts. 
You smiled. I winked back and licked my lips at that checkout line. I wasn't sure if you were interested, but it felt like you could be convinced if not. If you see this, please reach out and invite me over. You might end up a little sweaty, but guess what? You won't be disappointed. (laughs) Man for woman, man for man, woman for woman, or woman for mom. Hmm. All right. So this one is a little bit difficult here. They're in Home Depot, short, chubby, older. I feel like that's a man. Um, They're smiling and winking and talking about being sweaty together. I think that's a man, too. So I'm torn if this is, again, man for man, or could it be woman for woman? Ooh, that's a good one. What do you think, Jay? Jay? Yep, I'm thinking. um, Are you thinking man for man? I I don't know. I'm not the home depot I go to. Um, (laughs) 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 That's... uh, that you know of. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. So, um, I, I, let's just go woman for man. Woman for man? Woman for man. All Nicely right, done. these are your tickets. Jay refuses to think that homosexuals shop at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Lowe's thing. <laughs> we all know where they go. <laughs> Damn homophobe. <laughs> All right, uh, woman for man. That's what he said. Yeah, Jay, nicely wrong. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Nicole, for the steal. It is a man and a man at his Home Depot. <laughs> yes, Nicole, exactly. <laughs> like, like it or not, Jay, you got it going on. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm thinking too, Nicole, man for man. Man for man, that's your answer, Nicole? That's it. That is correct. Nicely done. Told you, Jay. Jay, Jay's like, care about your stupid radio game. I'm sticking to principle. (laughs) 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 I've got a message to. Going the lows now. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a message to tell the world, and I'm doing it no matter what. (laughs) Screw you, flogging Molly. Nicole, the board is yours. It is all tied up. Plenty of time. Here we go. Nothing personal. Looking for the N in Citrus Heights. That's a name, by the way. I just can't tell you what it is. Oh. It's the N word. (laughs) No, it is not. No, it's not. I've been watching and waiting for you, N. Here I am at our favorite hotel, but unfortunately, it's looking like I have to take things into my own hands. While I'm more than capable, my hands pale in comparison to the size and feel of yours. Hopefully you'll see this before it's too late. Slide in and let's have some fun again, eh? Not like Canadian, eh? Uh-huh. Well, that's the name, eh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Nicole, Nikki D. This one was very obscure, so... I'm thinking that it's a woman looking for a man. Um, She's saying that she has small hands. He has big hands. So I'm thinking this could either be a woman looking for a man or a man with really small hands looking for a big-handed woman. Mm, Okay. 
Hey, I was thinking woman for man. That's where I was at. Ooh, that's okay. a great answer. Well, we agree on one of them. So you want to stick with woman for man? Mm. Yeah, let's do that. All right. You want to stick with woman for man? You don't look confident. Because I'm not. Because this was very obscure. What did you say? <laughs> I said it's either woman for man or man for woman. Oh, those answers are great. I know, but are, is, is it right? <laughs> well, you can't give me two. Just one. Well, we're going with woman for man. Yeah, no. That's not right? Mm. Oh! No. Jay for the steal. What were you thinking, Jay? Man for woman. So you thought it was man for woman. Now, uh, yep. contrary to your popular belief, Jay. Sure the hell ain't going to be no man be... for man in his hotel. Right. I'll tell you As that. I say, contrary <laughs> to your popular belief, out. right, no. it could be a woman for woman as well. <laughs> so do you want to stick with just straight out man for woman, or were you tossing around woman for woman at all? Yeah, I was both. So, oof. whichever one you want to go with. Woman. You want to go woman for woman? But okay, but yeah. you said man for woman first. Such a good answer. Yeah. Okay, so you want to go woman for woman, which is a great answer too. Oh, <laughs> which is you're killing me now. <laughs> but I need to know. Both of those are probably my favorite answers. <laughs> what do you want to do, Jay? So what do you think it is? I think he's a man for woman. Oof. Yes. Not my favorite of the two, but that's just me. <laughs> yep. Let's do that one. You want to do man for woman? You changing it from woman yeah, for woman? Man for woman, yes. Okay. Uh, man, yeah. Jay's sticking with man for woman. Yeah, I heard him. Yeah. I'm right here. So is it right? Yeah. It is? Mm-hmm. Well, give him your ding! <laughs> give him your ding, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> Only at Home Depot. <laughs> like, no dings at my Home Depot. <laughs> I need some help in the lumber area. All right. Uh, and the board is yours, Jay. You get this right. You have beaten Nicole. All right. Okay. Not like that, but, you know, just in the game. <laughs> Hoping to find you in Orangeville. You were the young Marine home on leave. You showed me what more than basic training really was. I've got another job your unique skills are perfect for. Looking to find you, the letter, or some of your fellow Marines again. Ooh. What is it that they always say? No one is left behind. Behind. <laughs> Next time you're between deployments, I've got a special mission for you. Pew, pew. <laughs> I, I added the pew, pew. <laughs> Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. 60 seconds. Jay, you get this, you win. If not, Nicole, you're going to tie it up. All right, Jay. This one was pretty obscure. What do you think? I'll tell you what he thinks. Sure ain't going to be a man for man in the Marines. It's not in his Marines. man for man, but... I think he's man for man, too, Jay. There's a young Marine on leave. He's talking about something being behind. I feel like these are all man clues, so... I'm thinking that this is definitely man man. for man. You feel good with that? Okay. Yes, I do. You say a final answer. So the man for mans can't go to Home Depot, but they sure the hell can be in the Marines. (laughs) Well, yes. Uh, All right. I guess so. (laughs) What is this world coming to? All right, uh, man for man. Really? You guys see that, huh? Okay, man for man. That is your answer. Uh, You last chance to change it. You're good. Okay. Jay says no. 
That is correct. Okay. Congratulations. Hey. You're a winner. Congratulations, Jay. Hey. Hey, Nicole, you played a great game. It was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you so much for Thank listening. You, we'll have some more passes tomorrow to give out if you'd like to call back, okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Take care. Bye-bye. Tell your husband we said hello. <laughs> I will. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> so nice. Jay, flogging Molly with the Bronx guests as well there. Hard Rock Live, September 1, courtesy of Live Nation. Thanks for listening, dude. Be safe and have a good time when you go, okay? All right, man. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. It's a good game. Good job, guys. It was. It was a great game. Tight work on the floor, everybody. Tight work. Tight work. Tight work. Because I'm, I'm like, really good at this game. Like, this is my best game ever. This might be one of the mm, most mm. brilliant ideas that I've ever heard coming from, I believe it's New Jersey, right? Uh, yes, I believe that is correct. De- Deptford Township? I think that is in New Jersey. They've got a new rule when it comes to Little League Baseball. And if you've ever had a kid in Little League Baseball, played Little League Baseball, walked by a Little League Baseball park, even saw any of it on TV, <laughs> you'll know what I'm talking about when I tell you this story here and why it's such a great idea. Give us some minutes. The BS on any rock. According to Fox 40, the watch party for Game 6, which goes back to the Bay Area, uh, those tickets are available now on the team's website. If you want to watch the game on Friday, you know, 2 1 1. Right. That kind of thing. So, bad news for us. I know. Yeah. Got to win at home. And that was bad last night. Real bad. I mean, the game was, was good. Like, they, they put in their best efforts, but we didn't win. Yeah, it was. All the games have been really yeah. good. You know, they've been like electrifying. But you get to, to, you know, they always say, like, the game doesn't really start till what, six minutes left in the fourth quarter? Yep. But, you know, you're watching it, even if you're not the biggest basketball guy, and I'm not, you're watching you're just going, it's over. (laughs) (laughs) And you feel horrible. It's almost like somebody's going to rib you, like, ah, Sacramento lost, you know, but it didn't happen. So hopefully we'll be able to pull one off on the road and tie it up and then come back to the Gold One Center. So if you want tickets, just go to uh, the team's website and you can reserve them if they're still available. The doors will open at 4, tip-off uh, set for 5. Seating is general admission, available first-come, 1st serve basis. There you go. Because as soon as they've been opening up, they've been gone. Ever been to a Little League baseball game? I have not. Really? Never. You didn't play when you were a kid? <laughs> of course I didn't. What do you mean, of course you didn't? Why would I play baseball? Why? I was a little girl. I had no... Girls play baseball, don't they? Play softball. They play softball. I could have swore we had... Maybe they're boys that look like girls. <laughs> That's more accurate. Even back in the eighties, I thought we had girls. The that balls played. are bigger. Well, I know what so. I'm, I'm not stupid. I know what softball is. I'm just. Uh, I just thought girls played baseball. My know. niece is in a, a softball league, and she's seven, eight, I guess. So yeah, that's, they play softball even that young. So th- th- there has not been complaints of like we want to play baseball. Not that no. I, not that I've heard of. No, good for the baseball community. <laughs> Keep it old school. I like the OG rules. Nice. Anyway, if you've been to a little league game or you know your kid plays, it can get pretty rowdy. And you know the parents can be real dicks. But and I say that because I, I can be. I, I understand where you're coming from. Like I never understood it until I got kids. And then when you're there, you get so wrapped up. And the thing is, is when you're a parent, you feel justified because you're protecting your kids. So you can do and say whatever you want, taking it, not in, never taking into consideration other people and kids around you and so on and so forth. And their parents. And their parents, right. So there's a town in New Jersey 
that um, have had several umpires walk off because the parents have been just so brutal to them. Yelling and cussing and stuff like that? Yeah, because of bad calls. Mm, okay. They're like, I can't, I don't, I don't need this. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, I don't They're need not, this. probably not even getting paid for that stuff. Well, that, that's I was wondering that. I, I, I think I, they volunteer. That's what I thought, too, but I, I'm, I think now they do get paid. Oh, for Little League stuff? Yeah. I always thought all those people out there were volunteers. The coaches they, and all of that. I think they used to be, but hmm. I think maybe times have changed. Okay. Somebody getting some dollars. Like legality and all that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just can't have interns at places that don't get paid anymore, too. Right, well, yeah, we're a victim of that. Right. You know that came from one girl, and it was like something with, it wasn't even radio, it was like with MTV. Oh, no. Yeah, that's at least what I heard. Like MTV didn't have the money to pay an intern? Come on, you're screwing the rest of us. Well, that's what you are. You're an intern. You're not supposed to get paid. You're supposed to work for it. College credit. Yeah, college credit, right. Anyway, if you're caught berating an umpire during a game in this uh, town in New Jersey, you'll be banned from the complex unless you agree to be an umpire and call three games. That so, is awesome. So you can now put be have your foot in their shoes and see how it is. It sounds awesome on the surface. What's not awesome about it? Well, I'll tell you in a second. So the, the idea obviously is the the person the parent in the stand knows mm-hmm. everything, knows right. how baseball works. You get in there, you put on the mask, you put on the chest. Let's see how you do out there. I love that. And <laughs> the parents, when this happens, are going to rib that guy to death. They're just going to give them the business. So it's really just one big cycle. I mean, we are talking about New Jersey, right? So I don't think you guys thought this through because the parent that is berating the umpire, you're like, ha-ha, funny, let's make him do it and see what he does. In order to learn the lesson and humiliate that person, somebody has to rib them. The parents have to rib that person, which mm-hmm. in turn breaks your rule, meaning right. that they would have to do the same thing. So unless... You guys have this master plan and are saying, we'll never run out of umpires. Oh, there you go. Or the the parent gets down there, does the job. Nobody ribs them, but they still understand how it is to be an umpire. So they still learn the lesson, even if they don't get ribbed. Yeah, but that's not how people from New Jersey work. No. You know, that that's, uh, do you know anybody from New Jersey? Yes, I do. They, they learn you quick. I mean, it's that northeastern attitude. It's you know they 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 love this. They're like, oh, put them down there. But then you got to go to the guy up in the stands and be like, Vinny, yo, dude, you're doing the same thing, right? So you got to get in for three games. <laughs> you know? We'll see how it works out. I think it might be a good a lesson learned because sometimes when you're not doing something and you then have to do it, you have a little bit more respect. I got to tell you something cool about little league baseball. It's just you know, as an adult. You know, as much as I appreciate Little League Baseball, I love playing Little League Baseball as a kid. And, you know, you, there's a baseball field not far from my house, and I'll drive by. But don't you, like, it's creepy if you just get out by yourself as a grown man and walk yeah. around, isn't it? Yes. If there's a game going on? Yeah. No. You just sit in and watch baseball. You could like baseball. A, it's a, creepy a, if a you start talking to the kids. A single, just on his own grown man? Yeah. Weird. No, it's not. He's getting looked at. <laughs> yeah. It's his community where he lives. Now, if he just randomly goes up to a ballpark, if he's driving through his ballpark community and stops to watch the game, that is not weird. Yeah, but how do you know he's from the community? Well, I'm going to wear he a shirt that says from the community. Roseville or bust. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he's from the community. You would still have to explain it to parents, though. If like, uh, if I'm a dad sitting there watching my kids play and then all of a sudden this guy just starts walking, it's like. I would ask. I, I, you turn, the, no. the, the line is, is, oh, who's your son? Right. 
And then if they don't have an answer, you're like, why are you here? Uh-huh. Well, I just enjoy watching the little boys play. Oh, no, people God. here are so nice. They're just going to just start a conversation with you and Disagree. chat like nothing ever happened. Disagree. There was a uh, there was a game. I'll never forget this. I don't know how old I was. And uh, it just rained the night before. There was a foul ball. In the Little League Baseball, you had to get the balls because you had so many to play with. Right. right. And it went over in these people's yard, and there was a chain-link fence. So it was pretty high. Mm-hmm. So one of the kids... That was watching. That probably like was playing after us. He climbs the fence, jumps off, gets the ball, throws the ball back, and then coming back over, he slips. And the top of the fence wasn't railed off, oh. so it was pointy. Ooh. And it went from just above the crease in your arm all the way up to his wrist. <sighs> Sliced it perfectly. <gasps> and we all run over there because we hear the scream, bloody murder. And I'll never forget this man takes his right hand and his left hand on each side of the slice and opens it up, and you could see inside this kid's arm. Why, Why did he do that? I have no idea, but it was—it it is ingrained in my brain for the rest of days. Oh, and well, he was a random man. I don't know. He's probably oh, okay. one of those guys by himself watching kids play little <laughs> baseball. <laughs> He's a random. Is it some weird? Yes. <laughs> boys' arms cut open thing fetish. Ew. Oh, yeah, I know. Nasty. All right, uh, second round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where the cheapest homes in the U.S. are and why an Idaho murderer survivor is being subpoenaed. All right, get you all that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines, read all about it, baby. Extra, extra, read all about it. Headlines. Whoa, look at that. Double donger dinger over there. <laughs> Second round of headlines, Nikki D, please. If you want a cheap home, I have the perfect state for you. H3. Almost everyone wants to buy a home someday. For a lot of people, it's far too expensive where they live, so they have to start looking at other places or they just give up. A study conducted by the Studio City Realtors have found the most expensive states to live in and the most cheapest states nationwide to get a home. What do you guys think the cheapest state is? Cheapest state would be Alabama. No. Nope. That's good. Arkansas. Kentucky. No. no. One more guess. Iowa. South Dakota. Illinois. Illinois. Really? It is wow. the cheapest place to buy a home. Um, last year, the home prices was going for about $133,000. No, that's not what they were going for. That's the lowest possibly you could get one. Yeah, that's what it's saying. Yeah, you're, one of the you, lowest prices, one hundred and thirty three thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars, is what the homes are going for in Illinois. Is that the median, or is that the? No way. There's no way that is. No, that's the lower. Like that's the cheapest. That's the lowest. The median was one fifty five to one seventy five. You can buy. You can find a house in any state for one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, but not a nice house. Not a house that you can just move into. Mm-hmm. It's a fixer upper. Oh, yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing with you on that. But I'm saying you can find one mm-hmm. for that. And same with Illinois, probably it's not going to be a move-in ready $150,000. Just this, the times have changed. You know, I was having this conversation with my neighbor or somebody the other day. Is the, you know, the idea of everybody being a homeowner, um, which is the, used to be the ultimate goal. Not so much anymore. Then younger generations, they don't mind kind of being a nomad and, and flopping and going mm-hmm. here and there and renting and this and this and that. I grew up always wanting to be a homeowner, you know, be owning property. Real estate is always the best investment you can always make. And uh, the, 
the idea of everyone being able to purchase a home now, I don't know if that's realistic in the world we live in. It seems like it's a lot that you have to go through to own a home. I've never bought one myself either. But even when I was just kind of watching you go through the process of paperwork, this and that, and emails, and I'm like, this seems like a lot of stuff. Well, I probably made it a bigger deal than what it was. You probably did. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. A little dramatic when it comes to that kind of stuff. What do you think is the most expensive place to buy a home? Oh, California, without yes. a doubt. No. New York. No. Hawaii. Oh, that oh. makes sense. Yeah, okay. $805,000 is the average home price there. The average. Yes, but the cost yeah. of living and what people are making is not matching how much these homes are costing, which is a reason why I think a lot of people aren't buying homes now. They don't. They can't afford it. Well, so, you know, the feds raised the rate numerous times and they were supposed to scare everybody off and help with the inflation and the recession and blah, 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 blah. So my wife's a realtor, so I see this in real time. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, she's not a realtor in California yet, but still, the houses that she's selling in Georgia, it hasn't slowed down. I mean, it's not as crazy as it was a couple of years ago. Right. But she's still busy. You know, real estate agents are still busy. They're still, people have to always have a place to live. You can't, like, go, well, you know what? I'm not going to buy now. I'm just not going to live anywhere. I'm going to be homeless. <laughs> You're going to live somewhere. That, that was some of the greatest advice I got from a program director early in my career. I was so nervous to buy this house. And I've been buying houses since I was 21. Just because of my mother, I always saw my mother do it. And and so I was terrified because it was the biggest, you know, as far as budget-wise goes and size-wise goes. And it was just a very big move for me. Okay. And he goes, Jason, you got to live somewhere. <laughs> he goes, do you like it? Yeah. Can you afford it? Yeah. Buy then it. Buy it. Then move, then move there. And I go, you know what? You're right. <laughs> That makes all the sense in the world, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anyway, all right. Uh, you got, is that it with that? Yeah, that's it. All right, second headline. Yeah. The Idaho murderer is trying to pull off a tricky move in court. H4. And this is the roommate who lived on the first floor, and Brian Koberger's defense team thinks she might have information favorable to him. So this Idaho murder trial thing is kind of getting underway the the details for the murder is still very much so confusing to me. But now um, the guy who is accused of killing these four roommates in Idaho is trying to get one of the survivors to be a witness on his behalf. Yeah. He feels like she has information. I guess that could get him acquitted for the case based on things that she saw. Now, when the story first broke earlier, it said that she wasn't willing to talk to them. As of an hour ago, I just checked, and now she is willing to talk to his lawyers, and she's supposed to be setting up a sit-down meeting with them in Reno. Wow. Right. Well, she has to talk to him. I mean, her lawyers were saying she doesn't have to because what they're doing now is a preliminary trial. You don't have to have a witness come up and talk for this. It's oh. not an actual trial. Oh, gotcha. So the the backstory is this guy allegedly stalked these four college kids mm-hmm. and knew them. It was six of them. It was six of oh. them, mm-hmm. right? It was six of them. And, and, he, and he knew them, and he was, you know, your stereotypical crazy kid. You know, he's, he's quiet and nutty and this mm-hmm. and this and that and you know, oh, woe is me, and nah, 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 the world's going to end. And then, like, brutally murdered them. Um, the, it's it's interesting because all you need is one person to go, ah, I'm not quite sure, right? And he's off, he's off the hook. Mm-hmm. So if there was something that was said where she might have at one point go, I just, I don't know if it was him. 
Well, she's the only one that her testimony has not been made public. So the other roommate, oh. we know all the things that she said she saw on her. This roommate, her stuff's never been put out. So we don't know what it is that she said that has his attorneys asking for this. Well, that could that could get really interesting. Like, yeah. you know, find some backstory. They have a mm-hmm. connection and she's lying for him or something. Because the ah. two of them that survived saw him in the house, locked themselves in the room, and didn't even call the police for eight hours. Maybe she was involved. Something, something going on. Oh. I don't know. Just <laughs> this is oh. the most strange case I've heard about in a while. Well, there was like a couple of them back to back. That woman that was in Mexico, right? That her friend beat her up. Oh yes, yes, that happened. Mm, I don't know if that happened around the time this happened though. Yeah, but there's like all these weird. I mean, oh yes, then, weird circumstances for death. Yes, and, and then you just never hear about it ever again. Of of what's going on and what's happening. And the last thing with that case I heard was that she was extradited back to Mexico. Her well, friend oh, was. Oh, she went well. Yeah. Not a place you want to go. No, no, no. So no. she's in jail in Mexico. We well, probably no, won't no. hear anymore. I take that back. <laughs> Not a place you want to go to jail. How about that? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. All right. We lost uh, an American treasure, an icon, a guy that changed the game. Yes. Defined a generation, whether for better or worse, <laughs> but it was maybe the last time any of us participated in must-see TV. I, I know I, I know NBC had that must see TV was signed was a Seinfeld and everything uh-huh. but this was must see TV and that was the Springer show. You would gather around the television with your pals and you would sit there and participate. Name me a show, the last show you've actually congregated with your friends to watch and participated. It was like an it was like Rocky or a picture show, right? You would participate Jerry, 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 Jerry and then talk about it afterwards. It just hasn't happened since that I can think of. Maybe I'm wrong. I got one. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Well, you it's going to be stupid. I know. It's going to be like one of those reality shows. <laughs> no, it's not. Like bad bitches in the ATL <laughs> or something. No, no, no. The real house hoes of Montana. Real housewives. Whatever. Some of the stupid shows you watch. <laughs> uh, all right. 916-909-0985. Here's another thing, too. Uh, we're going to pay tribute to Jerry Springer. And I've got some good personal stories that I want to share with you as well. Um, it was so influential. I don't know if influential is a good word. It was so, I don't know, it was so big. I think even today, anybody can at any given moment say their favorite episode of the Springer Show. I think so. It's kind of like so. Law & Order SVU, uh-huh. right? Like, you you have a favorite because there's you watch it all the time and it's yeah. always on TV yes. and you've seen it a million times. It's like, oh, my favorite is this one, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> right. So if you do have one, you can share that as well. All right, it's the BS on ninety eight rock. Appreciate your time today. Thanks for listening. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, Nikki D. There is Nelson. Your phone number, if you choose to use it, nine one six. 909-0985. Eventually, we'll figure out this text system that this station has. No, I got it figured out. I just need access. No, oh, okay. Well, eventually, <laughs> we'll get access to it. I got a sneak peek of it, and it was actually real. I was like, oh, these people participating. Yeah. Like, we can't talk back to them. How do we get in on this? We've been here for a minute. Let's let's get this going. Uh, the Odyssey app, you can get our podcast after the fact if you choose. Stream live anytime, anyplace, anywhere. Also, thebaileyshow.com and on social media, if you don't mind giving us a follow, a like, a something. We'll follow you back at Listen to the BS, at Listen to the BS, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you're a YouTuber at The Bailey Show, lots of stuff up there, lots of stuff up there.
Uh, woke up this morning to some very sad news. And this was one of those things that I, I wasn't even alerted to from a notification on my phone. I was alerted by uh, fans uh, of of the show that remember different <laughs> situations with Jerry Springer. And what? Because I'm just listening to how you explain who alerted you. I'm just like, who alerted you? <laughs> well, I, I, I was, I was, I, it wasn't anybody here, but from other places that I've worked. So it, Jerry Springer passes away at the age of uh, 79. Jerry Springer is an icon, like it or yes. not, whether you like the show, you know, the Springer show or not, yes. you know, the, the politics and all that aside. You know the name. You know the name. And I mean, he 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 became part of pop culture. He became, you know, it was a saying. If something went wrong, you know, you would go Jerry, 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 right? Yep. I mean, you. Just, yeah. I mean, it was that. That's how you know you've made your mark on pop culture when you become that. Or people would be like, something goes down, they'd be like, I'm gonna take you to Jerry. <laughs> you already knew what that meant. So allegedly, like he'd only been sick for a minute couple months yeah and uh, they're saying that he passed away of pancreatic cancer which is horrible that's just the yeah that'll get you and get you fast and so a lot of people didn't even know he was sick so jerry springer holds a very dear place in my heart and i'll tell you why um when i got into this business in 1995 i started off at a top 40 radio station and i was trying so hard to do well you know and and like a lot of people, uh, at least back in the day, you worked for free for a very long time and got to treat got treated horribly. And but you had a good time because you were in radio. Yeah. And in those days, you know, we were washing banners and you know doing all the grunt work because I was in promotions. I was like an auxiliary person in promotions. And then the morning show at this top forty station got a hold of me. They're like, "Hey, you want to you know come hang out with us?" So yeah. I had a knack for producing. I just did. I had a knack for finding people. And it goes back to when I was a kid. I was the eight-year-old at Kitty City or the toy store that would say, can I speak with a manager? I want to know I want to know why your employees are talking to all these adults, but I'm sitting here and I've got money to spend and no one has asked me for help. I was that kid. <laughs> I, was the, be kidding me. I was the kid that would make the phone calls to get a hold of the toy that I couldn't find. Mm-hmm. You know, I was that kid at eight, nine years old. So I became a a pretty good producer in the radio business. And uh, there was a a new competing morning show in the market. And we opened up the newspaper. One of the hosts opened up the newspaper and it said, Jerry Springer coming to town. And this morning show like was bringing him like they they had the whatever to it. You know, there was their name was mentioned. Right. And we're like. Uh, and I don't know if they were joking or what, but they were like, "You need to put a stop to this. Why? Why don't? Why don't we have Jerry Springer?" The people you were working with on the morning show said that to you. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they they were kind of ribbing me a little bit. And I'm going, okay, watch this. You know. <laughs> so I called Jerry Springer's publicist, Linda, and pretended I was the producer from that morning show. Canceled the appearance. Then a day later, Whoa. called back as me and booked. The appearance for our show. It's wild. No way. And yeah. that worked? Yeah. I, I feel a little bad about it now. Sorry, not sorry kind of thing, but. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Did they ever find out you did that? Well, their, their producer actually is a friend of mine. Yeah, I, I mean, I've told him over, I've told him this story before. I, I, I don't know who the, where the hosts are now. But, 
They only lasted a minute and down. But yeah, so he knows. Like he knows. Like oh, touche. You know, good job. All right. You know, that kind of thing. So ever since then, and and you know what? Years later. I told him, I told Jerry this story. I'd never told him. Like, and I had talked to him numerous times, had him on and seen him and blah, blah, blah. I never told him. I definitely never told the publicist, Linda, who I was very close with over the years, what I did until, I mean, it must have been 15, 20 years, 20 plus years later. That you fessed up. That I fessed up. I was doing a TV show in Tampa and the net, uh, the, the affiliate that we were on, had his show in syndication. And so he came into town and was on my TV show at the time. And I was like, hey, that was the first time I ever met her. And I was like, hey, I got to tell you something. <laughs> I was like, this has been eating me up for like 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? She laughed. I mean, it's funny and stuff. So, you know, that he, he, he'll always hold a place, at least me in my career, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. That's more of the professional side. Right. You know, and then he would help out. Like I did an April Fool's bit one time where he was my father and I, I pretended that I was calling my real father who, you know, I've never met and get his voicemail. And, <laughs> and it was him. He actually left a voicemail. So it was his voice. And then, awesome. and then April Fool's Day, you know, we called up and he picks up and he's like, hello. I was like, uh, Jerry. Yeah. I was like, hi, uh, I'm Jason Bailey, your son. And we start going in this and that. And I didn't tell anybody on my show either at the time. Oh, so nobody knew. Yeah. And then well, the producer's like, wait a minute. This, no way. This voice sound. No. And then, Jerry. <laughs> and if you, like, if you look at my personal social media, you'll see a lot of people mentioning that story because mm-hmm. they remembered it from, from back in the day. Uh, also with Jerry Springer and, and, and the Springer show, they're usually with a show like this, or I think just maybe this one, there's one or two or three, a handful of shows that you'll always remember. You'll never forget. Right. If you see them or bring them up or somebody mentions it or you hear it. Yeah. Did you have a favorite episode? Like you could still recite it today, like everything that happened? I can't recite everything that happens, but I, I can remember the very first time that I seen uh, this woman comes on and she's talking about how she's pregnant and she's not sure who the dad is and da 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 and her husband's out there and he's talking with her and then she fesses up that she's pregnant and he may not be the the, the dad and I just can remember he just breaks down like kind of crying and he's all sad and then this big black dude walks out because this is a dude she's cheating on him with and all of a sudden this man's just sitting here whimpering crying he jumps out of the chair and Boom! They go at it, yeah. and that's just an episode I always remember. Was this the was this the scripted days or pre-scripted? No, this is before it was scripted no. when they didn't know, so they had to try to break the fight up, and it took a lot because these was two men fighting. Those are good old days. It was good. Yeah, it was, was good. I actually, <laughs> I'd met a girl uh, a long time ago. She was kind of a family friend, whatever. She was on the show when it was scripted. This girl who lived in a neighboring town from where I'm, my hometown's from, she went on when it was scripted. No, yeah, but I don't know her personally, so and I didn't even see the episode. That's your first. That's your first and only acting gig. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry. So one of the episodes that's my all-time favorite, and it wasn't one of those episodes like you're talking about where they're fist fighting. So this was actually a feel-good moment. Oh. But it was one of the first times that I'd ever seen a wrestler kind of in character out of fish out of fish out of water. Right. Mm. Kind of thing. Uh, Give me J1. When you watch wrestling, who do you like? Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. And who is he for those who aren't wrestling fans? He's one of the toughest guys of all, isn't he? Well, he's good. He's good. You think you're bigger than he is? No. 
So if you saw him, you'd say, Mr. Ramon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's see what you'll say to him. Here he is. <laughs> Razor Ramon. Here's a little T-shirt for you, baby doll. I got one for you too, buddy. Yeah, Razor Ramon, <laughs> Scott Hall. Rest in peace, Scott Hall, too. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. He would be at uh, DDP's Christmas party every year at Sam, and I always wanted to go up to him and tell him about, you remember that one time in college that I ran into you at the gym and I asked you who the fourth member of the NWO was? Yeah, because I was at Bash of the Beat. So that one uh, is one of my favorites, just because I'm a wrestling fan. Razor Ramon was always one of my favorite wrestlers and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And it was a feel-good moment. The kid, I think, had AIDS. And, oh. and that's they were doing like a make-a-wish type of thing, and he that's came nice. on. Then there was another episode. I don't think we have audio. I tried to find audio for this, but I couldn't find it. And it was about Tourette Syndrome. Mm-hmm. And they had a panel, and I'd never seen anything like this on TV. There was a panel of all these different people of every different color, different sex, and they all had Tourette syndrome, a syndrome, but a different type of Tourette syndrome. I think I remember this episode. And there was a, like a, a a black guy and a white military person sitting right next to each other, and they would just go into this like blank Tourette world. And he's like, "F you." I wouldn't pee on you if you were on fire, you in. Whoa. Like that. And it just stopped. And then he'd flash back and be like, so I was at the mall the other day. And it was this, I'm sitting here going, you just aired that on TV. (laughs) What am I watching right now? (laughs) Was those in the days where they were bleeping or they weren't bleeping? I don't think they bleep. Like they couldn't keep up with the bleeps. Like the bleeps were live or something. Because the Tourette's was just going crazy. Uh, Give me uh, J2. Yeah. My question is for the newlyweds. Did you honestly think those clothes would cover up those rednecks? Mean bird. <laughs> that, that was the other thing is the, the crowd participation. Right? Yes. Uh, yeah. yes. There, there was an episode, like I can recite all these episodes. It's crazy. I, there was an episode where there was some clan member up there with their kid and they had themselves like a, a mini little clan robe or something. And this really pretty woman stands up and just says, I'd like to talk to the kid. And, uh, you know, and she's very nice and very passive. And she's like, you know, what is it about these you know, Jewish people you don't like? And the, what would you say to somebody that's Jewish? And this, uh, and she, this, this kid's like, ah, oh, I hate him. I kid's like eight or nine, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, do you think that I'm nice? And she goes, yes, you're very nice. Thank you. And, uh, and she goes, well, I'm Jewish. And like, Whoa! that was the difference between his audience though and like oprah they'd stand up all nice and neat with their questions and jerry audience was going wild it was going nuts i loved it yeah uh oh nasty slut j3 serena is not falling for romantic proposal from her man i just found out that my man cheated on me with some nasty slut hoe Yes. A, a nasty slut hoe? Yes. I always love when he would repeat stuff back right. to him like that. <laughs> like, what is this nasty slut hoe exactly? What you, yeah, what are you talking about? And the final thought at the end was great. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he wrapped up the whole, you know, well, shebang. Did, and in the later years, the final thought also became a time for people to get their jerry beads. Did you ever see that? 
No. Yeah, in the last few years of it, he reinvented after Wilkos had left. And so you'd go for his final thought, and then he'd go into the crowd and interview, and she goes, I'm just here for my Jerry beads. And it was like you were at uh, Mardi, what, Gras. Yeah, Mardi Gras. Okay. And then like old fat ladies were taking their tops off on the Jerry Springer show <laughs> and shaking them around for their Jerry beads. Do you think that show... If it started on TV today, would work? No. Yeah, no, no, no. So, They'd yeah. be like, oh, we want to cancel him. Cancel culture. Yeah. I, I don't think it would work either. Not at all. It's just we're not, I, maybe, I don't know, but the reality shows work. The reality And they're sh- very similar. The reality yeah. shows work because people kind of know that they're fake. When Jerry first started, it was not fake. It, it was real. Yeah, real, real. So then it started getting scripted and then you knew it was fake. But no, nah, initially it was real. Yeah, well, rest in peace, Jerry. We'll continue this conversation with some of the other big talk shows of the 90s. I mean, that was the 90s. You had daytime television was better than nighttime television. It definitely was. Um, And And not just like the 80s soap opera days. Yeah. This was like a younger generation. Obviously, no internet or very little internet. Yeah. So I used to watch Jerry, Ricky Lake. Like, yeah. I had a lineup of the shows that I would watch. Sally, Jesse. Rolanda. Geraldo. I ain't watch Geraldo. Oh, I never, I'll never. i never forget <laughs> that Nazi episode, the chair throwing, and oh, and he got a nose broken. Yeah. Yeah, that was badass. All right, so top 90s talk shows. Again, if you've got a certain memory of any of these shows, especially Jerry, uh, you can let us know at 916-909-0985. Give us minutes to BS on 98 Rock. Nelson, are these in any order? I mean, like, were they, they were they ranked? They were ranked, so that the rank is from the number eleven spot down to the number one spot. Well, I, I'm asking because this is not right. This ranking's horrible. Oh yeah, it is. Well, I think I don't. I agree with number one at least. But like, there's one. There's a couple in there that are like off. They're, Did it go by ratings? I don't know. Or well, popularity. These are the best talk shows of the '90s. Number eleven, Geraldo. Geraldo was awesome. I love Geraldo. Yeah, they didn't give any love to Geraldo on this list. A lot of the classic ones ended up lower on the list. I mean, Geraldo, if memory serves, was before Jerry. He was. Yes. 1987. Yeah, and he he was doing the Springer stuff before Springer was doing the Springer stuff. He was, but it didn't catch on the way Springer did. Well, and Geraldo was a little too real. Yeah. Geraldo can hold his own. You know, maybe that's the difference is that because Her- Harold is a boxer. Yeah. I mean, he's a tough dude. He can hold his own. Springer's a nerd, yes. you know, and, you know, if you missed it, Springer's gone. Jerry has passed away at the age of 79 and it's very, very sad. So sad we're just paying day. tribute to him. Um, what did you grab from Geraldo? T1? Geraldo, yeah, it's a little piece of that. Um... Thanks. Our guests that you'll meet today are truly hate filled. They are self-described racists, white supremacists, Nazi lovers, and they admit to resorting to violence if they think it's necessary to get their hate-filled message across. But who are their real victims? Take a look at this man's face. So it's this guy that got assaulted by these uh, right. anti-Semites. Was that the one where the chair was thrown? Uh-huh. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the Geraldo episode. Yes. That's the, I mean, it doesn't. there's nothing bigger than that. Right. Uh, Nick and Sack, how are you? Hey, I'm doing all right, guys. How about yourself? On top of the world, my Great. friend. Do you have a uh, 90s talk show moment you'd like to share with us? So I have a couple. First of all, rest in peace, Jerry Springer. My favorite episode, one of them, two of them, with Peter Steele from Typo Negative. Okay. Oh. 
end, and when he brought the uh, band Guar on the show, and then they ended up eating him. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Guar episode. Yeah, it was kind of like what do you in the way. See, that's the other thing. The way that Jerry would talk about it. Nelson, you kind of reference, you know, when he would repeat, you know, Razor Ramon, you know, <laughs> right. that kind of thing. Well, when you have Guar on there, and he's like. The heavy metal band Gwar. <laughs> <laughs> this band, uh, Type O Negative. <laughs> what are they doing are, on daytime TV? Are heavy metal rockers. That's that, you know, that kind of thing. All right, good stuff. My, yeah, go ahead. My, my, other, my other favorite one is uh, when all the goth kids were on Phil Donahue and like Marilyn Manson would show up. Oh, that's right. I forgot Manson did some daytime TV, too. He was on Donahue? <laughs> yeah, he made it. Really? Yeah, really. Really? <laughs> All right, Nick. Soccer. Thanks for listening, dude. Appreciate you. We'll see you. I used to watch Donahue all the time with my grandma. My grandma. I was going to say, my grandma loved Donahue. That's the only time I saw it, though. He, he was, was on the air it. until 96. Yeah, can you believe it? How long that was? 1967 and 1996. That's a long run. I think that it must have been different iterations of the show, though, isn't it? Like I would think. I don't remember Donahue on in the 90s. Actually, yes, it was a different type of show. Uh huh. It was the fluorescent cursive Phil Donahue signature show. Right. <laughs> I don't know if that makes any. It sense. got very. It was very much a Sally Jesse by the the late 80s and early 90s. Uh, he comes in at number eight of the best talk shows of the 90s. Give me a T4 for Donnie here. I need a sunroof like a hole in the head. First of all, it turns my hair orange because of the sun coming through here. They never work. They always get stuck halfway. Try and find a car in the showroom without one. So just to kind of catch you up, uh, Geraldo's 11, Montel Williams show. And I liked Montel I Williams. I love Montel Williams. Sylvia Brown, she was my girl. Uh, who's that? She was a psychic. Oh, the psychic! Bringing on his show. She's passed away too. R.I.P. to Sylvia. Yeah, she saw it coming too. (laughs) No, she didn't. (laughs) Oh my god! That is incorrect. He's at number ten, number nine. Jenny Jones. Love Jenny Jones. There was like this weird thing about Jenny Jones. It's like you you watched her and you're like, you you shouldn't have a talk show like this. No. You're too pure and innocent. Well, but then you see the, like, the clip that I pulled for you here is that infamous clip of where the guy had gotten murdered after being on her show. Yeah, uh, that's because the, the, the guy, there was a, his buddy came out as gay. Uh-huh. And he was embarrassed. And yeah. they tricked him to get on the show. Right, T3. Yeah. Now, which of these ways would you choose to reveal your secret crush on someone? A, would you write that person a letter? B, would you tell the person in private in Don't case he child. rejects you? Mm-hmm. Or C, would you tell that person that you're gay and you hope he is on national television? So the guy comes out. It's all fun and games to you, ain't it, Jenny? (laughs) Yeah, the guy comes out and gives a hug. It's a man and a woman on the stage. So he thinks it's the woman that's into him. Uh Uh-huh. And so she goes, did you ever think that Sarah was into you? And he goes, uh, I don't know. Well, it's not. It's Tom. And he goes, oh, you tricked me. Yeah. And who was killed? The, the Tom, Tom, the guy that had the crush. Oh. Yeah, and they were friends for uh-huh. a very long time. Yeah. But they got back, and I think I read that. I mean, it just didn't happen immediately, but mm-hmm. his friends kept just ra- him about it. razzing yeah. him, razzing, razzing, razzing him, and he couldn't take it anymore, and he killed him. Because he refused hey. to come on the show if it was a guy. He, he, they, he even references it in the show. He goes... I told you, yeah, I wouldn't come on here if it was a guy. So they tricked him. Mm-hmm. And the look on this dude's face, Google it. It's priceless. I mean, he looks so it's uncomfortable. Painful. Uh, Jerry Springer comes in at seven, 
And, uh, God, I don't know about that. Uh, I think you should have been a little bit higher. Sally, Jesse, Raphael. I hated that. With shit. them red glasses. Oh, could yeah. Not, she made glasses cool. <laughs> I could not stand her. Oh, she was awful. Every every time I saw her name, I thought I, I, I looked at it and I go, I think of a teenage mutant ninja turtle meets like <laughs> hair products. That's really good. I wonder oh if Sally's God. beauty supply was named after her. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Maury Povich was, uh, that's number five. That was kind of like a, um, what's it called? Uh, a DNA show is what it turned out to be. It's, yeah. It initially started out kind of like Jerry, things happening, and then it turned into straight, is that your baby daddy or not? Yeah. Right. And that's He still does that today. That's yes. all he needs. It's that's just all bread he does. Butter. Just, yeah, that, he found his gimmick. He lives it. I he, applied to go on his show. Not you? because I don't know who my baby daddy is. Oh. But I found out a couple years ago that I have a brother. And I wrote to Mari so that we could go on and do a DNA test with him and my dad. That would have been great. I know. But nobody wrote back to me. I wow. wrote three times. How how horrible is that? You can't even get on a... What do you mean? How horrible they, is that? Because everybody else can. But they need <laughs> guests all the time. You they, know they, I mean? they must not be running out of guests. Everybody need to know who their baby daddy is. Three, le- three letters and you can't yeah, get on a get show on. that's been on the air since 91. <laughs> Well, you know somebody there. Get me on. Give me a T7. I will give you T7. Told her ex-boyfriend, William, that she was pregnant with her now three-year-old son, Jeremiah. (laughs) Look at him. (laughs) William rubbed her belly, took her to the doctor's appointments. In fact, this is a family portrait they took when they were a happy family. Look at that. Look at this. Look at this. Guilty pleasure is the term I was looking for. Oh, Yes. Maury Povich was a guilty pleasure. At number four, this is absurd that this show is over <laughs> Springer. The Queen Latifah show. I love I love Queen Latifah as an actress. I do too. As a talk show host, not so much. I did not watch her show. It was I didn't. it was it was it was almost like and she's a talker. Like she's she can speak well, she interviews well and all that stuff. But when I don't know, it's just like when you're already an established celebrity. Now, they did the same thing with Chevy Chase trying to do late night. Mm-hmm. And I love Chevy Chase. And Chevy Chase, I think, you know, could have pulled it off probably if he didn't let his ego get in the way. Because, you know, he did the weekend update and all that stuff on yep. SNL. But it's like when you're already an established celebrity and you get in there and you're kind of bigger than what's going on, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Well, that's how I feel about the show now where Drew Barrymore has a show. Like, for some reason, Kelly Clarkson's daytime TV show feels natural, and Drew Barrymore feels like she's just sitting and being Drew Barrymore in a chair. Because Drew Barrymore, I think the impression of Drew Barrymore is that she's a bigger deal than Kelly Clarkson, which I don't know if that's true. Because Kelly Clarkson's I think she a, is. She's been around a lot longer and has yeah. more under her belt. But, but Yeah, but as, as far as, I mean, Kelly Clarkson's a big deal. She's still a lot of records. Yes. Also, isn't Kelly Clarkson slightly more relevant just in terms of when her fame hit? Like, Drew Barrymore, yeah. you know, she had, like, the stuff with Adam Sandler. She's actually very a very good talk show host. Who, I Drew Barrymore? Kelly Clarkson. No. no Kelly Clarkson. Unfortunately, not Drew Barrymore. No. no. I would have put Tyra in place of Queen Latifah. Her show was smoking. Yeah, but the problem is Tyra came after 2000. Even the Queen Latifah, oh, yeah, it's, it it's bold that Queen Latifah's on this list at number four because her show only started in 99. I can't stand that woman. Who, Tyra? Tyra. Oh, my God. I love Tyra. Same. You take that she, back. Same. She <laughs> sings everything. I love So her. when she asks a question... So you're trying to tell me that <laughs> That's you're not going to the store. 
everything she does. She sings it. When she did that, uh, the the whatever the, the, the runway show, the 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 America's Next Top Model. Yeah, no, no, no. The America's Got Talent. Oh, okay, America's oh, Got Talent. Yeah. I can't believe you gave him an X. You know, every, <laughs> she sang everything. Shut up. <laughs> Ricky Lake show at number three. Number two, the Rosie O'Donnell show. My mom loved that show. And the number one show by default because of its success, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. is Oprah. Oprah Undeniable. Yeah. Right. T11. All right. Open your boxes. Open your boxes. One, two, three. So what 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 sets longevity and success apart from those that don't have it on this list? They have a niche. They mm-hmm. go to work, you have to be extremely complacent and you go to work and you talk to the same people every day. Mm-hmm. That's Oprah. She had her wheelhouse. She had women. Yeah. She had housewives. I mean, this is still a day and age where a lot of women were still at home. Mm-hmm. Guys were going out doing their thing. Uh, Oprah actually married my cousin. What? When she was doing news in Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, every time you say that, it makes me think she married your cousin. No. Not she facilitated oh. their wedding. Yeah. Their, that wedding oh, gosh. was the day that our family became divided. Why? I was in second grade, Mrs. Eshelman's class. And they wheeled in the big box TV so we could watch my family on TV because my grandmother said that she was going to say hi. And they went down the wedding party. Now, this was for my cousin because she had just lost her father, my uncle, to cancer. And her mother was just diagnosed with cancer, my aunt. And so that was one of those stories. And they're going down the the line of family members. And you get to my grandmother. And my grandmother and I were tight. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like you're the gr- you're the grandmother. She's like, yes, I'm the grandmother. I was like, and then they were trying to move on. She goes, hold on for a second. I gotta say hi to my grandson. He's at school. Hi, Chase. Hi, Chase. Oh. And everybody in the family was very upset. That's your grandmother say hi to you. My grandmother invented the shout out. <laughs> Let's go, grandma. Afterwards, that little horn goes off, that club horn, that rah, rah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> How did you feel at school? Oh, I was the deal, Demon. man. Oh, God. Oh, I was a second grader. I was a stud. Oh, you were. Well, the ladies coming up to me. <laughs> Try to take me out to the blacktop. top. <laughs> Give you half of their sandwich for lunch. Damn, third round, huh? Third round of headlines. Round. Sorry, what do you got? I'm going to tell you what's next in the Kings Warrior Playoff Series and why a California man is suing a psychic. Uh, all right, third round of headlines. Rest in peace, Jerry Springer. We Rest will in peace. Miss you, but thank you for the memories. And you definitely went out by making your mark on millions and millions of people. And absolutely. that's the game of life, right? To make yep. your mark. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. All right, get your headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rocks. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. All right, here we go. Third round of headlines. Nikki D. The Kings and Warriors series is heating up. H5. This pivotal game five. These teams so evenly matched. Both think they have some type of advantage. Man, this is the game right here. A lot of people feel like whoever wins this game wins the series. 
So uh, we had our matchup last night, the Warriors against the Kings. Unfortunately, the Kings did lose. The score was 123 to 116. Curry did have a score of 31 points. Draymond Green had the highest score. But De'Aaron Fox was able to still come out with his injury and still do very well in this game. So the people are, the sports people are saying that whoever won last night game, quote unquote, will win the series. I still feel that the Kings have a chance to pull this out. Yeah, they might be right. <laughs> We're going to keep rooting to the end. Go Kings. I, uh, I mean, that, like, that's kind of the, the home field advantage is where you're supposed to pick up a game at. Right, exactly. So they picked up the game, and that's three in a row for them. I'm not saying it can't be done. It can easily be done. It can. Um, it's just it's now, now the chips are stacked against them. It is. Down it's, one, away, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So. so they got to fight and pull pull it out, pull it out. I well, feel like they still can if they being together. Well, and say? they're going back to the Golden State. And they are. if you can win at home, isn't it better to win at home? So you know Golden State isn't going to slack off at all in this next game. I don't know. Since it's just up the road, I wonder uh, if if Kings fans travel well. Like how many people oh, yeah. will be over there? Or well, like mem- what kind of access to tickets you'd get? Well, remember um, when we had D'Lo on, he said even coming here, a lot of the Golden State Warrior fans don't travel here. So I don't know if that's the same if it's King fans traveling there. Mm-hmm. Seems like people are staying in their hometown. It's like, I don't want to make that drive. I'll watch it on television. It's only two hours. <laughs> I do not want to deal with that traffic at that time. <laughs> Probably more fans would travel if it were farther away. Oh, could be. You know, it's like one of those things where you take it and you make a vacation out of it. Right. Like, Stay the weekend. I am not going in rush hour traffic. <laughs> I am not sitting there. I'm not going to get there till 11 o'clock. The game's going to be over. I'm not, I'm not even going to go. All right, next one. A man is suing a psychic because he still has voodoo hoodoo on him. H6. A man sues a psychic for failing to remove a witch's curse. And let's talk about this witch's curse. Let's do it. I am tired of these witch's curses. All right, I've had a few placed on me. Mm-hmm. And I'll be appreciating that witch. <laughs> you don't? It's witches or gitches. What's, what's voodoo hoodoo? Voodoo hoodoo is like... um curses and spirits and bad jujus that somebody can put on you. Oh, I never heard of voodoo hoodoo. You never heard of voodoo? I've heard of voodoo, but not voodoo hoodoo. Yeah, well, I call it voodoo hoodoo when I put that stuff on you. Voodoo hoodoo. Yeah. Voodoo, you believe voodoo. in curses? Yes, I do. You believe people can give curses? Yes, I do. I believe you can speak word curses over yourself out of your own mouth. You can do what? Speak word curses over yourself out of your own mouth. That's, That's why words. they say be careful Watch of out. what you speak. Because you can speak word curses over yourself, just like you can speak blessings over yourself. I've never heard someone tell me, be careful of what I speak before. Right. <laughs> Have no, you ever heard should. that saying? No, but I also don't want to get a word curse, so I don't want to argue with it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a game you play on your phone, word Let's curse. Word no, curse. Hey, dude, not. hit me up on word curse. Well, What the hell? I sent you a word curse like two days ago. <laughs> yeah. By the way, that's not a word curse. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe they accepted that. That's bull. You? Why you? Really? Word curse? Can I tell my story? Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. Word okay. Curse. So there is a man in L.A. His name is Mauro Risprero. Yeah. And this is his third time filing a lawsuit against his psychic. He went to her uh, sometime back because his girlfriend put a curse on him. Oh, damn. And she told him that she could remove it. And because she has a 
PhD. She told him she went to some special witch schooling and she has a doctorate for it now. And she can get the curse if he just buys a crystal from her that costs fifty one hundred dollars. <laughs> so he gives her a thousand dollars and she gives him the crystal. And of course, of course, he's still cursed. So he keeps trying to take her to court for damages. He wants twenty five thousand. The judge keeps throwing it out. He has now filed a third lawsuit and he's taking her back to court. You know what this dude's saying? He's like, man, I'm really cursed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I am not winning this case. Nope. I'm out a lot of money. That's really stacked against him. And whatever, what does it say like what kind of curse allegedly that was put on him? Um, it doesn't say exactly what curse she put on him, but he needs it removed desperately. That's all he says. I don't think I believe in curses. Yeah, well. I believe in the universe and the bike chain can come off. But I believe that you can put it back on. So you don't believe in black magic. You don't believe in uh -uh. witches and people that really do voodoo and hoodoo. And that stuff is real. You never studied up on voodoo and all that stuff? No, I, well, I mean, I know what it is. I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. No one's ever asked me that before. I don't know if I buy into it. I, I feel I'm a mind over matter guy. So I feel that if you can utilize your brain to the fullest that you can overcome anything. You can. Including sicknesses. You can to some degree, but it just literally depends on the type of curse or how strong the person is that works in that black magic stuff and how strong you are. Everybody does not have a strong enough mindset to break themselves from stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. See, that's so sacrilegious of you. You can't believe in curses and people with the voodoo hoodoo if you're a Christian. Yes, you absolutely can because it's in the Bible. What's in the Bible? Voodoo, um, hoodoo? Yes. Tell all me. Of that stuff voodoo, study. hoodoo, 316. It's not that simple, but no. I can break it down to you. We can have a Bible study lesson at your house if you want. Nah, I think Ooh. you're full of it. I, I, voodoo is not in the Bible. I'm going to bring my Bible's in my room the in word your house. Voodoo I'll is, bring it down. The word voodoo is in the Bible. It's not the oh. word voodoo, but it explains exactly what it is. It's, it's black magic. It says black magic is in the Bible. I'll tell you exactly what it says in the Bible. I'm going to bring it down. And I'm going to show it to you. I'm no, ready. I'm not going to tell you right now. I'm going to get the verses. Why can't you tell me right now? I'm going to bring it down. Because you don't know. Because I don't know exactly what they call it, but they do. It is in the Bible. Trust me. Thou shalt not see thy magic of the. <laughs> the Bible. Dark, dark persuasion. God. No, the word curses, word curses is in the Bible. I'll it, give it to you. It speaks about word Come curses. God forbids consulting anyone who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells. Witchcraft, that's or what I was looking for. who is a medium or spiritist who consults the dead. And that is Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 13. Dude, Deuteronomy. Thank you, Nelson. Just because it's in the Bible doesn't mean it's true. But you just said, how can I believe in and be a Christian? And I said, it's in the Bible. Yeah, well, don't take everything in the Bible as literal. It's a story that was, it's like a Facebook post you from 20 years ago. what you want to believe. I'm going to believe what I want to believe. And I believe the Bible. Can't, oh can't read God. the damn thing literally. Okay. You, you believe what you want to believe. I'm going to believe the Bible. You believe a, bur a bush was on fire too? Yes, I do. How do you get 40 days and 40 nights? It's impossible. <laughs> it really oh, is. That's good because every time they give away vacations, six days, seven, yes. uh, seven, seven days, six, six, six nights, days, seven, seven days. days. Yes, <laughs> he's got a point. No, he does not have a point. <laughs>
Well, tell me how you get 40 days and 40 nights. You go 40 whole days, and then you go 40 whole nights. So what be, you, what's the problem? But it'd well, be 41 days then. You'd be 41 days. They stop it off at the night time. We don't go into the next oh. day to the 41. <laughs> so you started no, on a night. No. no I just no. told you how it's done. No, 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 <laughs> I just no, told no, you how it's no, done. No, 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 Period. No, 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 no. I just told you. No, That's it. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Guess who's right? The kid is right. <laughs> You can tell when she doesn't know what she's talking about. She starts like breathing out her pores, <laughs> making up stupid stuff over there. <laughs> I broke it now. Uh, I think a headline yesterday or sometime this week, you you uh, said that it's against the law, or no, you'll get fined in Sacramento. Yes, a hundred bucks if your 500. dog five five hundred five hundred. Oh. If your dog's off a leash. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, I've got some, and I, I agree, it should be fine. <laughs> they <it's> should. <laughs> but now I'm reading walking your dog on a leash can actually cause some pretty serious injuries to people. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. We'll uh, discuss that. Take some phone calls here. I see you calling in. Just give us a second. We'll put you on hold. 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. The Bailey Show. The BS. Rock. Makes me feel good when I tell you about our social media and then I look at my phone and I see a notification that somebody listened. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's nice. At Listen to the BS if you're interested. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Twitter. Tyra Twitter Banks. Twitter. Yes, do Tyra. Singing everything. Love Twitter. Tyra. Uh, welcome back to the program. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D and there is Nelson. Uh, is it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. No, the day before yesterday. Five hundred. I thought you said a hundred, but five hundred dollar fine. Five hundred is the max fine. Yes. In Sacramento. In Sacramento. If your dog's off a leash. Yep. All right. Don't know if that's surrounding areas or not. Uh, and that's something that we found out while moving here. Like everybody's got a leash. They carry a leash. They just don't use the leash. They do not put the dog on the leash. And it's not right. And I'm a dog snob, so when I take my dogs out for a walk, all these dogs are running around. Now, the crazy thing is, is that a lot of times, most of the time, all these dogs are very so well behaved. My dogs are not. My dog is not well behaved either. She has to be on a leash. So I walk my dogs around my neighborhood with a a, a taser just in case some kind of dog wants to come up and you know start a fight. I'm going to taser your dog. So with that said, here's the other side of this. Walking your dog with a leash, according to this study, mm-hmm. can cause traumatic brain injury. Now, before I continue with this, because I want to know how, I want to give you a prelude of things to come. Okay, uh, and I want to let you in on a little professional secret that I have. <laughs> I've been doing this business. I've been in this business for a very long time, and I have a mantra, and that is: every show, I want something to be said that someone, even if it's one person in the audience, will repeat it later on, mm-hmm. later that night. Doing mornings for so many years, it's like dinner, but doing afternoons, maybe still dinner, whatever the case may be. I'm telling you, this is so silly. You're going to remember this, and you're going to repeat this. Okay? I'm just telling you this right now. According to the new study, traumatic brain injuries are the second most common injury among adults who walked leashed dogs. Because what? The dog made them fall? Give me a second. I'm getting there. The two 
Other most common injuries suffered by people who walk dogs on a leash are finger fractures and shoulder sprains or strains. Okay, okay. I get it. I don't. This is silly. This is absolutely silly. I've never in my entire life of America met someone that was injured, especially traumatic brain injury, while walking your dog. I almost hurt my finger while walking my dog. That's why when you said the finger thing, I know how. Because when, especially like me, I'm always multitasking. So I have multiple things in my hand and I have the leash. If my dog jerks, boom, the leash pops out of my hand and I have one of those retractable ones. Those are horrible for your dog. my finger got stuck in it. No, you don't like your dog anyway. But those are horrible for your dog. Why? Because they yank them back and it jolts their vertebrae. Well, they should... It teaches my dog to stop all that running. Like, no, it relax. doesn't. It just continues to jerk his vertebrae. You need the the springy ones, the spongy ones, the 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 wacky walkers. Oh, I don't have the ones that. like I got. I don't think yours doesn't like it gives a dog no room to go anywhere. Though. Right, that teaches them not to go anywhere. Mm. Well, I wanted to run a little bit. According to a 2021-2022 National Pet Ownership Survey, nearly 53% of the U.S. households own at least one dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. This Now, this is the part that you'll never forget and you'll talk about later. An estimated 422,659 adults sought treatment what? in U.S. emergency rooms for injuries resulting from leash-dependent dog walking from 2001 to 2020. 400,000 people. Yeah. Oh, my God. My goodness. You know why? Because they got them big old dogs. Get you a little dog. Yep. I I've never met anybody that's been injured by walking their dog. This is the silliest thing I've ever heard. Like, I almost want to say, uh, well, never mind. What? No, I have met somebody I, I, injured I, by walking their dog. Uh, you got to be really stupid. No, they have those big dogs. <laughs> right. I didn't want to say No, they have those big dogs that pull them and they fall down. I've seen several people dogs pull them and they fall down that I personally know. You should not own a dog if you can't control it on a leash. No, you shouldn't own a dog that can eat you. When you have those big dogs, you cannot control them dogs. Then you shouldn't own them, sure. Because they're too big. Yeah, I agree. Nearly half uh, of all the patients were between 40 and 64 years of age, and 75% of the patients were women. You know why? Because even, I'm going to take my words back, even with my little dog, sometimes... She gets a little crazy and pulls me. And if we're going like down the hill, I gotta, I gotta trot. I gotta run a little bit, or I would fall. Well, and you're, uh, I'm what? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, like so. Just talking about curses on this show no. like ten minutes ago, dude. Easy. Maybe. Oh, oh, okay. She punches you. Dude. I know. No, she, I'm listening. I just maybe what. This is what's happening to 400,000 people, not just me. Well, Whatever you about there's to say. 400,000 out of shape, stupid people in this room. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. No hmm. offense. Oh, no yeah. offense. Yeah, no offense taken. The people's champion. Offense taken. I mean, you are a special person if you're getting injured by a dog. By like- a dog. Not a dog, a dog leash. There's a, the two totally different things. Now, if you're 95 and you're brittle, <laughs> okay, I get it. But if you're in your 30s or I mean, this these people, 40 to 64, emergency wor- worker, emergency room workers, RNs, right, right, RN, RN, yes, yeah, registered I, nurse. I've known a lot of these nurses, dated a lot of nurses. Never once have I heard of stories like, oh, tonight was a mess. What happened? We just had this influx of 
dog walkers come in. (laughs) 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 Never once on, you know, those doctor shows with McCreamy or whatever they have, you know, like this episode's about that horrible traumatic brain injury from the dog walking injury. From the leash. You never, you've never seen this type of, if it's not been on a doctor television show, it's not real. No, that's this not This cannot be real. Well, if I had a dollar for every time I heard a nurse complain about a Pups in the Park event that was coming up, you know what I mean? <laughs> We're going to be overstaffed this weekend. <laughs> I totally get it. Being pulled and, and jerked, caught off guard. That's why they probably fall. They're caught off guard. I know Friday night's going to be... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I know Wednesday night's going to mm. be crazy on Bark Avenue. <laughs> so... So we're gonna we we're, go. we're we're gonna make sure we have extra staff <laughs> Wednesday night, not Friday night. Wednesday night. Right. So your dogs have never caught you off guard and pulled or jerked a little bit, and you was jolted for it. Sure, Fat Fat. You know he's he's a strong little little guy, uh, but you know you pay attention and don't malt. You know I don't know what you're saying. I don't know if you're juggling fire or what, but. You know, no, sometimes I have my keys. I have my phone. I have the leash in my hand. I might have my. Uh, book bag backpack because we're going down to go somewhere. I have things. Okay, what? again, operator error. Book bag backpack you put on no, your back, and then your keys put in your pocket. Your phone put in your pocket. No, I don't have pockets. Well, the keys. I'm not walking around with cargo shorts on. The well, keys would have to go in her backpack anyway. Have you seen the keys she walks around with? <laughs> either <laughs> self defense items on it. Either oh, either way, put everything in your backpack. You shouldn't have all the stuff in your hands. You should. You're walking the dog. You pay attention to the dog. Things happen. That's all I'm saying. Things happen. People That's, get hurt. That actually, that makes sense. 75% were women. Women over <laughs> multitask. <laughs> we do. There is nothing wrong with multitasking, right. but there is something wrong with over multitasking. I will agree with that. <laughs> My wife tries to do it all the time. And you know what it is? What? It's cute. What do you mean it's cute? A fat girl's haircut. Cute. Oh That's what gosh. cute is. It's like special. You know, yes. it's like, oh, no, you're we're trying so hard to do so many things cute. and you're not going to be able to do any of them. <laughs> you're just trying. Oh, no, we're God. getting it done. We are getting it done. Oh period. <laughs> and I know Rachel's getting it done. My mother tried. She always, you know, driving is another thing. Women always try to over multitask with driving. It's like, what are you talking about? Why can't I have a dog on my lap? A cat on my shoulder, an iced tea in my left hand, my phone in my right hand while I got my laptop open and I'm eating a McBrito. And I'm mm-hmm. steering a wheel with my thigh. With your thigh, with yep. the other leg crossed underneath yep. of your other leg. You got know, it under control. It doesn't make sense why I just got in a car crash. <laughs> uh, uh, my mother over multitask one time. She had an iced tea in her hand, she had the dog on her lap. She had. This was back in like late eighties. She had also. She was. She had a, a silver Volvo. Mm. And she was backing out of the garage, and she her dumbass put her foot <laughs> full force on the gas and not the brake because she wasn't paying attention. Oh. And she just poof shoots off the driveway. Dang! Shoots up poof and like, hit a parked car. No, and she screams, "Jace, Jace, <laughs> Jace, get down here, Jace! I was in a car accident." I mean, you're in a car accident. You're in a driveway. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. So I run downstairs, and her car is at a 45 degree angle, hanging off her driveway because it like went down and ditched oh, down. God. 
And it was stuck there. I don't know how they got it up. Oh, so she was stuck in the driveway. She was stuck hanging off the driveway. That's weird. Into the lawn. Oh, my God. Because she over multitasked. And that's why you people are going to the emergency room, because you're over multitasking. I think we figured it out. I guess we did figure it out. We figured it out. I don't have any. I didn't get any fractures, though. Almost did the finger. Well, a guy would never admit it. No, he would not. This is one of those stupid injury type of things. Punch something. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if a, if a guy injures himself stupidly. He makes up a story like how you do. I don't make stories up. You definitely make stories up. I do not make up. stories up. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe you don't believe I was a black Marine in 1969 in Vietnam. Definitely don't which believe is, that. Which is racist of her. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Oh, we got code words coming up. All right, yeah. so we'll take a quick one. We'll come back. Uh, we can continue this conversation with some dumb injuries mm-hmm. and, and and whatnot. But code words, VIP access, aftershock, hotel stay. It's happening in like seconds. seconds. So make sure you're paying attention, you're listening, and doing what the voice guy says to do, right? 916-909-0985. That's our phone number. If you want to talk to us, it's the BS on any rock. There's Michelle in Oak Grove. There's no way you broke your finger walking your dog. No way. Yeah, in two places. Oh That's my. the only reason why I sought medical attention. Had, had it not been in two places, I would have taped it up and called it a day. You know what this means, Michelle? This means that me not believing this walking your dog with a leash can cause not only traumatic brain injury, but just all kinds of other problems. Uh, Nikki D is right, and I am wrong. Well, well, wait. Well, uh, maybe I was just wanting to uh, get a date with a doctor. Just, you know. <laughs> Is that oh, why you got hurt? <laughs> she did it on purpose. So, okay, so they said an estimated 422,000 adults sought treatment in, in U.S. emergency rooms since 2001-2020. Uh, walk me through this. You got injured walking your dog. Did you go to the emergency room? Uh, no. No. So how did you? No, urgent care. Urgent Ur- care. Oh, well, okay, urgent care. And you did you tell them that you got injured walking your dog? I'd be embarrassed to say that. Uh, I was kind of embarrassed, but then they did say that more women get injured, and it is actually a normal occurrence. And then I had to go to a specialist. So that guy, you know, I was keeping him in business. That's crazy. And, uh, <laughs> did you ever get a date out of all these doctors that you're going to see? No, I did not. But my finger moves correctly, and I'm very happy about that because sometimes when you injure a finger, it doesn't, you know, then you can't bend it. So I'm very happy about it. What kind of dog were we walking? Okay, so here's the thing. During COVID, I was feeling like I needed to take care of something, so I I had a small dog, so I adopted a big dog. Uh. And it he was a rescue. And uh he's a great Dane Mastiff. Oh. His name is Thor. <laughs> but he is a very he's a gentle giant and he doesn't like sudden moves. Uh-huh. So somebody approached from behind and I was had my hand on the leash cuz we were waiting at the light. Mm-hmm. And the little dog came up. The guy didn't hold his dog back. Uh-huh. And my dog spun me around. My finger got in the collar mm-hmm. and in the choke collar. And it, it just went in two places. And I said, okay, I'm going home now. And so, and I don't walk him in, like, I, I don't walk him in residential. I walk him, like, in industrial places so that he, it, you know. It, it, Michelle, it doesn't matter. You should not be walking that dog. <laughs> that, that's too. He needs love. You should be riding him. I, I, I understand. 
people people with dogs they can't handle. I look, I'm a dog lover too. I got five dogs, Michelle. I love dogs. Love them, love them, love them. But you know, and my wife it I, maybe it is a woman thing and I don't want to play the sexes here and, and talk bad about one, but maybe it is a guy girl thing cuz my woman my my woman, my I'm wife. Woman. <laughs> she is my woman I'm by law. Woman. My woman. <laughs> my wife lives in a fantasy world about a lot all the stuff. You know, she's like, "Oh, let's get another dog. Let's get another." Well, here was my plan. Here was my plan. Here was my plan. You know, and, 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 you know, bless her heart. She means so well. <laughs> bless her heart. Bless her heart. Don't you do her like that. But, but it's just, it's not realistic. And Michelle, you love this big, giant dinosaur of a dog. It's not <laughs> realistic for you to walk this thing. You don't, you don't go to the car dealership and go, I need a new vehicle. Give me a semi truck. <laughs> Actually, I take him to the car wash to get, to give him a bath because they have outdoor um, doggy washes. Yeah. The car. Yeah. I've seen those. those have to. Very cool. Yeah. You actually that's should just. Oh, and he hates water. So that's the thing. He's abused. <laughs> he's abused. So I thought it was, you know, my mm. duty to take care of him. And, you know, a lot of people gave back their dogs after, you know, COVID, you know, right. calm down because they're like, okay, we're good. We're done. All but right. no. Well, I'm he, glad. He, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad your finger's good, but I need you to make me a promise. Next time you get injured walking Thor, you call us back so we can have some more fun. All right. <laughs> okay, of course, of right. course I will. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Have thank a good you, evening. Michelle. Appreciate you listening. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Told you. I know you're in there screening calls, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that. But I, I admitted it. I said, "Look, you know what this means." That means I was right. Nikki's right. You I did. Well, I'm, I'm reading the story, and I just don't believe it. And you're telling me that you know. People get injured, mainly women. Absolutely. Just like the story says. And I just thought this was all, you know, no. fooey poo. No, I told you. I've seen it with my own two eyes, and it's happened to me. Now, I didn't break anything, thank God, but, you know, I had some stumbles and fumbles. Now, Michelle, as nice as she sounded, she sounded. She sounded what? You guys have the same kind of tone. You know? What does that mean? I don't want to get into it. <laughs> don't get into it. <laughs> Just move on with whatever else you want to say. Don't look at me like you're going to bring me into it. Well, you were the one that told me about it. (laughs) All right. I'll admit it. That is correct. Hold on. Uh, This is the note he slipped me. What note? He says, hey, Jason, it's Nelson. They have the same tone, don't they? But they sound just kind of not smart. Whoa. Whoa. I'm I'm sorry. Anyway, again, it's Nelson. Just so you know. (laughs) You can take that note. You're fine. I frequently write my name and who it's addressed to on little notes I hand right. when I hand it to the person. Twice. Yes. <laughs> Just want you to be sure. Oh, this is our buddy Curtis Jackson. Curtis, how oh, are you? Curtis ya? is back. Hey there, sure. I just counted to see if you remember me, and I just seen if you uh, happen to run into any women the past week, you might want to pass it along to me. I'm still trying to find me one out here. Yeah, Curtis uh, called us the other day, week. <laughs> just moved to town. And Last week. What are you, you're looking for a woman that cooks, cleans, and has sex, right? Yes, sir. Nice warm coochie out there. Nice warm me. would be nice there. Yes, sir. Say coot? Did you see, use what? the term coochie? I don't. I, I thought I caught a coochie. Yes, there. sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard it on the interweb. <laughs> I heard it on the interweb. The word could. No, Curtis, you know, uh, I'm sorry. I've been busy. I've not been looking for uh, a woman for you. <laughs> have the have the bars been dry? Have you not been able to pull one or what? We, we plan on headed out there tonight. Uh, you know, me and old Bill over here, that's the man that named him as the farm. We're finishing up here for the day, and I'm going to run into town, try to see what we got over there and know. 
downtown Schwingo. I don't know how big or busy it is, but I'll be trying it out tonight. Mm-hmm. And and your your go to pickup line, you're pretty blunt, aren't you? You're like, look, this is I'm Curtis Jackson. This is what I'm looking for. Yes, sir. I do. I should like to ask them if they've got any uh, STDs. I am a little low, but I ain't trying to die too early. <laughs> gotcha. So sounds like a guy on my stream. Just on your what? On my stream. This Every time older, you say that, it grosses me yeah, out. Yeah, this older right. white guy on my stream is just like Curtis. He just gets in a box and just talks about what he wants from women, very vulgarly. Uh, well, I mean, wouldn't you rather you know what you're getting here? <laughs> I guess yes. so, but it's still hard to hear. Uh, g- give me an example, Curtis. If you're going to pick up Nikki D and you walk up to her and say, "Hey, I'm," you know, w- what's the opening line? Go ahead. Hey there, pretty lady. Uh, I see you down here at this bar by yourself. Uh, so am I. We could maybe make one plus one equal two and end up knocking boots in my van. <laughs> no, thank you, Curtis. It sounds so tempting, knocking boots. <laughs> I forgot he lives in, a in van. his van. Yeah, he lives in a van. <laughs> On some guy's property. <laughs> well, that's Bill, right? Bill's the guy, that, the property that you live on. That's the guy you said, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, he he preferred not to uh, me tell his last name. He don't want people coming around. You know, he's kind of a private fella. <laughs> gotcha. But you and Bill are going to hit the streets tonight. <laughs> yes, sir. He's going to show me a few places that he used to roam when he was a little younger, and he says he hits him up every now and then just to have a little fun on a on a good old Thursday night. I they don't... call it the Thirsty Thursdays, I think. <laughs> Thursdays. I don't think I ever asked your age. You guys want to guess? How old Curtis is? Yeah. Curtis sounds like he's at least 65. 65? Yes. Nelson? Yeah, I'm going to go a little young on this one. I'm going to go 55, but he's a little weathered. No way. He has an AARP he's weathered. card. Weathered. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll split the difference and go late 50s. Late 50s. Okay. Curtis, how old are you? Well, yes, sir. As far as I know, if my counting's still right, I'm 62. 62. Right. Bing, I'm yeah. closest. No, you're over. You said 65. Well, I'd be closest. Over. Yeah, Price is Right rules. Price is Right rules. Always Price is you Right rules. You gotta always change the rules. Not always change rules. This is all the time it's been Price is Right rules. Oh closest without going over. Oh all right, gosh. Curtis, we've got to run. We wish you nothing but the best in your search for... You're, you want a wife, right? You want another one? Yes, sir. Uh, my sweet Irene, she died about 10 years ago. Uh, it probably could have been prevented. Doctor said it was measles, but she never liked to go to the doctor and get no shots. So maybe find one that's got all her shots in order. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't know if that's a turnoff if you ask women if they have all their <laughs> shots. It's a big turnoff, trust me. <laughs> all right, Curtis, best of luck to you. All right, buddy? Thank you, y'all. Y'all have a good night now. Back I have hers. been out here in Swingle. All right, keep keep us posted. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Jesus. Keep us posted from Swing Town. Can't be that hard to clean a van, though. He wants a woman to cook clean, right? How much picking up would have to be around a van? Mm-hmm. He just doesn't. I don't think he's going to have the best of luck. I don't either. <laughs> just don't. don't see, just do not see it happening. Uh, there is a Reddit thread of people that, revealed some of the dumbest ways they hurt themselves because i you know i thought this this dog leash thing was was a dumb was like a dumb injury you know but But, it's coming i don't know why you thought it was dumb with four hundred thousand people over 19 years but even so that's a lot of people a lot of people for something but traumatic brain injury from a dog Mm -hmm. leash that's that's heavy duty stuff yes you falling forward and boom your head hitting the pavement just like falling off a bike you know what we should we should we should do a special 
helmet for dog walkers. Ooh. That's what you should invent next. Put yeah. it with the next to the court caddy. Yeah, put it right next to the, my court <laughs> caddy. <laughs> Uh, there was a Reddit thread with people that were telling their different injuries. Uh, punched myself in the face telling a story and broke my own jaw. As a child, I cut my foot open jumping on the bed. I was standing beside a car talking to someone on the other side of the car. I accidentally opened the door full force and hit myself in the face. I think I've done that. Uh, broke my toe tripping on a bottle of bubble bath. Cut my arm open on a first aid kit. That's funny. Threw my back out while sucking my stomach in to look slimmer you know what i have done i have i have uh is it my jaw or my neck something in my face i think i broke while trying to pop a zit one time i think it was my neck like i pushed so hard that i twisted my neck oh my god isn't that stupid that's crazy yeah i i can't remember what i did it was my neck or it was like a a jawbone or something you want to call a dog walker stupid now, that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> While pretending to be a vampire, I slapped a chair and broke my hand, uh, put one glove on and pulled the pan out with a glove. So, anyway. I broke my toe when I was walking around on my feet, like uh, curled over like they were fists. When I was a kid, that's why I have a runt toe on my, my, my second toe on my foot is smaller than all the other toes that are on there, and it only has one bend in it. That's a good story. I don't know. What did you just say? I said I broke I broke <laughs> He broke his toe. Walking hey, around he, like this. You curl your toes under your feet and then walk around. I used to parade around doing that for because like, people thought it was funny to see a little kid do it. I broke my toe doing it. Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> like a dinosaur. Yeah. That's just, wow. Like, I don't Because I was a stupid kid who wanted attention. All right, now he's in a breath. There he goes. I knew there he goes. Say that. There he goes. <laughs> When he runs out of story, you sit there and you put him on the spot. I swear to God, I'm going to get him an oxygen tank. So for those of you that are listening after Nelson, well, Nelson's telling any story you're going to hear. Uh, all right. Uh, fourth and final round of headlines. I'm going to tell you where millions of pills were confiscated and what type of wild animal a lady thought was a puppy. Oh, you got serious quick. I did. It was like a quick, serious transition uh-huh. from Nikki D. Oh, I'm news Nikki D. Right <laughs> got to report the news. Got to report the news. As everybody's going to the hospital for injuries and our producer's running out of breath. I must tell you about the drugs and the puppies. And I must. You know, one time I, actually I think two times, I hit myself in the face with a hammer because I was nailing, I was hammering backwards. What? You ever done that? No. No. Backwards. So you'll have a stud and you need to hammer from the inside. Oh, yes. Okay. I get what you're saying. So you take, you you do reverse and you go through the the studs, like when it's framed Mm -hmm. and you'll go through the, you know, and then you'll hammer backwards. I can see that. Or you'll hammer up. Man, I hit myself so hard. I split my face open. I was bleeding everywhere. So you've had a lot of dumb injuries from what I'm hearing Well, that's say. not dumb because I had a hammer, so I'm doing man work. No, that was still dumb no, to have a hammer coming towards your face. That's construction stuff. That's man stuff. Please. You don't know anything about that. You're too I'm busy. not a man. I don't. You're no, right. No, obviously not because you're getting injured walking dogs. <laughs> and don't do that. Nothing broke. Uh, fourth and final round of headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, news, news. Such an idiot. Why? 
I'm sitting here going, you know, the first round of the NFL draft is always fun to watch. Yes. Like, it starts at 7 o'clock. I forgot it's East Coast time. Oh, that's why you were like, you're rushing out of here when the show's over? Yeah, I wanted home. to go and watch. You know, the first couple of rounds, it's, it's, it's fun. It's, it's exciting. Uh, it's, it's been going on since 4 o'clock. There's already 12, <laughs> there's already 12 new multimillionaires. Yeah, right, yeah. And well, 13, the Green Bay pick is in. Uh, just okay. waiting to say who it is. But Bryce Young, quarterback Alabama, no surprise, goes number one in, uh, to Carolina. Then C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. Goes to Houston and uh, so on and so forth. I think the surprise pick is uh, Bijan Robinson, the running back from Texas, who is a beast, an absolute beast. Uh, when the first he round, going? he goes to the Falcons. Oh, go yeah. ahead, Falcons. Yeah, I mean, it's just the the day and age of picking a running back in the first round is kind of gone. So I'm surprised that happened. Anyway, all right, fourth and final round of headlines. Good. Saudi Arabia had a huge drug bust, H7. Security forces tracked the shipment as it arrived at the Riyadh dry port and was taken to a warehouse, the General Directorate of Narcotics Control said. Six Syrians and two Pakistanis were arrested in a raid on the warehouse. So people are still trying to smuggle drugs. There are so many things in place now to catch drugs being smuggled, but they still keep trying. 12.7 million illegal uh, amphetamine pills were seized in Saudi Arabia. They're, they're not going to get through. You're not going to get through any customs get or security. Like, where were they? Um, they were found hitting in, in a pomegranate consignment. So that's how they tried to hide. What's a pomegranate consignment? I know what a pomegranate is, but what's a consignment? I think they, like, cut the top off and stuffed them inside the pomegranates and tried oh. to put it through like it was oh, fruit. Yeah. But they still check it. I wonder why they picked a pomegranate. I wonder why, too. It's such a delicious fruit. You suck on those little seeds. They're very tart. I love pomegranate. Oh, so do I. It's like, and the hey, juice. how are we going to smoke? How many drugs? How many? Uh, 12.7 million pills. Okay. How do we get 12.7 million pills? <laughs> Dude, stupid question. Pomegranates. <laughs> Stuff them inside of there. My grandmother just, had a tree in her backyard. Just, we'll get the kids to open up the pomegranates. It's just how it works. It's very easy <laughs> stuff. The dogs can't smell through pomegranate. No. <laughs> Maybe that's what they thought, but it didn't work. No. Um, they were caught. It was four guys, uh, two of them from... Egypt and the other two from Yamani and Syrian. Yamani, those guys. So they're going down. Yeah, going down. All right, next one. A woman's love of dogs resulted in a dangerous rescue. H8. This was a scary mix-up for a family just trying to help a lost puppy. They picked it up after they saw it wandering and distressed near a busy road. They soon realized, not a puppy. So this woman. Coyote. Is it? Well, how you gonna, how you gonna uh, jack my story? Because that's what happened to me. <laughs> I know that's what happened to you. You didn't let me tell it, and then I was oh, gonna say I it didn't happened know the to answer. you. I didn't know the Okay, we'll start over again. Sorry, it's too pretend. late. Now. No, just pretend I didn't say it. Oh my god! All right, for, no, we'll start all over again. All right, next story. Go ahead. <laughs> H8, please. This was a scary mix-up for a family just trying to help a lost puppy. They picked it up after they saw it wandering and distressed near a busy road. They soon realized, not a puppy. God, I wonder what they found instead. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to tell us. I am going to tell you. Right. So, Very uh, excited about a, a lady got a call that there was some abandoned puppies underneath the barn. So she goes out, she finds the puppies, and, you know, they're kind of making a little noise. And she's like, oh, my gosh, these puppies, I'm going to take them home. Well, because she works with a lot of animals, when she started pulling the puppies out, she realized that they looked a little bit different. And so she was trying to figure out, like, what um, type of dog this was. And then she realized Hold on, that. Uh, I wonder. That's crazy. What kind of dog could it be? I mean, what dog isn't a dog but looks like a dog? I don't know. Like, 
Mountain lion. <laughs> I was thinking a version that she was going to say. I like, can't wait to find out what this is. Go ahead. <laughs> it was a coyote. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Get out of here. <laughs> you make me sick. A what? A, 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 a coyote? Yes, because you did the exact same thing. Same thing. Same same thing. My wife and I were coming back from something. It was a little like foggy outside, and we're driving. We're about to our house. We're in our neighborhood, um, and we see up in the distance this cute little puppy. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy's out on his own. You know, and we're like those people, save dogs and all that stuff, bring mm-hmm. them home. Like, oh, it's so cute. And we're just sitting there staring at it and it's staring at us. And I mean, this thing was adorable. <laughs> and then we look to our right and she's like, oh my God, I must be his brother. And it's another one. <laughs> then I look to my left and I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of puppies. I was like, wonder if a litter got out. And my wife's like, well, let's just get them in the back seat. We'll put them in the garage and, oh. and, and then we'll figure something out. <laughs> I go, hold on for a second. Google baby coyote. <laughs> <laughs> Images, <laughs> honey, they're coyotes. <laughs> what? No, no. what made you think that it was a coyote, though? Just it was after like the third one pop it, out. Yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like uh, somebody can lose a dog, but three dogs that all look the same. I was right. like, something's not right here. Hmm. But can you imagine if we didn't see the other two, or even there were two? Only two, and we put them in the back seat. And you take it home. <laughs> <laughs> got coyotes in the, in the damn garage. And it attacks you? Yeah. Oh, my God. It'll wake up in the middle of the night. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she put the puppies back. She could tell their stomachs was full, so she knew the mother was nearby. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Be careful. I know the feeling. I know the feeling. <laughs> All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns. Your number, 916-909-0985. Uh, if you've got something to say, we'll hear it. If not, we'll roll some credits and get out for Thursday. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. And we are about out of here. Did you say earlier that your grandmother was cursed by voodoo, Nikki D? She was killed by voodoo. That's what my huh. mother texted me and told me during the segment. Killed? Mm-hmm. Why are we talking about voodoo again? Um, because we did the story where the guy was suing the psychic because he has a curse put on him. Oh, that's right. And I said it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mother texted me and she said... Quote, unquote, my grandmother died from voodoo. That's not true. How are you going to tell my mom that it's not true? I'm not. I'm telling you to tell your mom. Well, Uh she can hear you because she's listening. I know. I love Mama D, too. She's going to be mad at you. She loves me. She's not going to love you. You keep talking crazy. (laughs) Well, you have to explain how did your grandmother pass, which is very sad, Mm -hmm. uh, of voodoo. Well, I know one of my grandmothers passed from being poisoned. That I know. Jesus, Mary, who are you? What do you mean, who am I? Murdered family members, poisoned, voodoo. (laughs) One of them died in a tragic Zeppelin accident back in old Germany. (laughs) No, they didn't. (laughs) So how how did, okay, stop skipping around. Okay, one tragedy at a time. I don't know about the voodoo one. She didn't give me the details on that one. I know how my grandmother got poisoned. Okay, I, I need you to report back. I asked her. Can you just... Do you have more of these stories of passing of odd ways in your family? Um, it's like three or four more. Probably two or three more. Okay. I need you. Here's your homework assignment. <laughs> I need you to get a list of all the tragic passings in your family. Okay. And we're going to play a game tomorrow. How did Nikki D's family member die? <laughs> and then go through it all. Because it's uh, like. 
Okay. Voodoo's and get all the details about the voodoo thing. Yeah, I'll ask her. She'll tell me. Actually, we probably have your mom on. I'll see if she can come on. Yeah, because we'll see if she can come on. You yeah. know, she's just been waiting to come on. She is in the process of moving, so she could she, be busy. She moving here? No, she's not moving here. She's uh, moving to a new house. Oh, what, have you ever met her mom? No, I have uh, heard and talked with her mother over the phone, but not met her. Why were you talking to her on the phone? Just because she was on speakerphone sometimes, and then she said something to me, and I said I said hello back to her. Okay. Yeah. Why can't he talk to my mom? Why are you acting all like, you know, she belongs only to you or something? That's not what I'm at. I That's just thought, how your body language was like, what are you doing talking to her mom? Like, no, how you talk to her? I was actually trying to get your back. I thought it was weird. Like, if you <laughs> left your phone oh, yeah. and he picks it up and he's like, hey, Mama D, it's Nelson. <laughs> no. Well, I did not. that, too. Yeah. Or he, he like call, he's like, oh, yeah, I talked to you the other day. I was driving. I was going to Reno. <laughs> Well, she left her phone unlocked. I just took the number down. That's what I thought was odd. Yeah. No, 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 no. I was talking to my mom on speaker, and she spoke to him. Uh-huh. But yes, I don't appreciate him talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. Because <laughs> Mama D and I have a... <laughs> I don't know what y'all have. A thing. Mm-hmm. She really likes me. She like you a little bit. Yeah, she like me a lot. She like you a little bit. She like me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> she like me enough I could be daddy D. No, oh. not that much. Oh. No, you're going too far. Oh, too far, sorry. Too far. Sorry. Yeah. It was a joke, sorry. <laughs> Breaks. All right, yeah, Pump sorry. them. There you go. I wrote that joke for him. I yeah. handed it to him. Actually. <laughs> There's the paper. Yeah. Hey, Jason, it's Nelson again. <laughs> you should tell this joke. I could be... Daddy D. Yeah. Again, it's from Nelson. XOXO <laughs> Nelson. <laughs> if you like it, if you like it, hit me back up at Foxtrot Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my mom. Okay. My mom said that is the same grandmother. So a woman fed her. Okay, she- being poisoned and being and dying of voodoo, two totally different things. She's gonna explain it all to me, but she said the woman fed her a dressed cat. I don't know what that means, so I got to get more details. A dressed cat? Yeah. Versus one that's... I'll find out tomorrow. You'll know all the details tomorrow. I'll find out. (laughs) I'm listening. I'm coming back. (laughs) (laughs) She'll tell me. (laughs) She'll tell me tomorrow. I'll have it all. All All the deets. Go home and watch the draft. Watch the guys make the long walk. So much disappointment in the next five years of their lives, right. with the exception of maybe one. <laughs> it's like that in every draft, except when you get drafted like in the fourth or fifth round. Those, mm. those are the people that usually have long, yeah. lustrous careers. Uh-huh. It's always the top, the first round guys that bust out. Uh, all right, you got anything, Nikki, before we get out? Leave them puppies on the street. Leave them puppies on the street, Nelson. Uh, I'll I'll be writing you some more jokes tonight. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate you signing your name so much. Well, yeah, I want you to know it's for me. <laughs> Lest there be any confusion. Uh, tomorrow we'll do the code words again for you for the VIP to Aftershock and the hotel stay. So make sure you're listening throughout the day for those code words so you can win. Other than that, have yourself a great, safe rest. Oh, at listen to the BS on social media. Yes. Make sure you go and follow us and all that good stuff. All right. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your night. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What?